Welcome to the Hot Ticket Podcast. It is Monday, January 1st. It is the first day of 2018, and today we have Adam Henderson on as a special guest who's going to help us break down everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly, all things related cigars in 2017. New Year, new us. Our New Year's resolution to you is to smoke more and keep breaking it all down. Thank you for a wonderful 2017. This is the Hot Ticket Podcast. Like what, man? This is this is normal. What sound does it make again? Fap, fap, fap. But it sounds like a clap more than like a fap. Maybe it doesn't. Well, fap, 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 fap. You can't use clap and fap in the same sentence because unless you're fucking hand fucking a dirty toilet, you're not going to get the clap from fapping. Mm, that's a good point. You're just loving yourself. That's a good point. No one can love you like you. When I do it, it smells like <clears throat> fingernails on a chalkboard. <laughs> Could you imagine? Do you, wait, did you say sounds or smells? Sounds. It sounds like you said smells like mm. fingernails on a chalkboard. I'm like, I don't really get it, but every time I mash it kind of smells like school chalk. <laughs> you know, I, I was listening to another podcast yesterday while I was at the gym and they were talking about this very subject of what, what you just mentioned, Adam, as far as yeah. the like doing it yourself or having someone else do it. No one can do it better than you. Absolutely not. Um, Joe Rogan was talking about, he's like, yeah, this girl that I used to date, like he was like, he's like, you know, he's like, I always had girls that are like real into giving hand jobs. And he's sure. like, I have to tell all of them. There's no way you're going to be better at this than I am. <laughs> but, but then he goes, but then I found this one girl and he was like, oh. hand job heaven. So, <laughs> yeah, so like, what you're no, saying no. is that's Mrs. Rogan, right? Uh, it's not his wife. He, didn't he let, said it was a girl that he dated when he was 22. He she was unicorn? also a fellow comedian. Ah, okay. Uh-oh. Eliza Schlesinger, it sounds like. She's funny as or fuck, she by the way. Funny. Or, hilarious. or Maria Bamford. Wait, which one's that? Is that an <laughs> ugly one? Lisa Lampanelli? Sarah oh, Silverman. Oh, God, Lisa Lampanelli. You know, uh. Sarah Silverman is this combination. I love her comedy. Yeah. I think she's funny. She's, yeah. Like, she's actually really funny. Yeah. But she's like, sometimes she looks really cute, and other times you're like, ooh. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's like I, the lighting. I think with I her, it's all lighting. It's Hollywood makeup. My wife No, but it's, it's not even with makeup. Yeah, she's super. <clears throat> she leans real left, too, which yeah. I don't like as much, but... Yeah. But, like, there's times where she's, like, wearing th- – here's the thing. It's, I don't think it's the makeup thing because there's times where she's wearing, like, a ball cap and, yeah. like, has a ponytail, and she looks decent. Oh, like, she gotcha. looks decent down. And then there's other times where you're, like, Jesus Christ, you know, she looked like I got hit by everything. School of Rock ruined it for me because she was a total – She was a she, she was, was a, a cunt in School of Rock. See you next Tuesday, was. Sarah Silverman. Yeah, she was Man. awful in School of Rock. What yeah. a bitch. And it was too easy for her. I felt like that was, like, her just being herself. That's true. And yeah, I, I can see Just that. being a bitch. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, man, you know. She like improvises the entire thing. She did. Like, Ned Schneebly, <sighs> you're in trouble. Dude, his name was Ned Schneebly. I, I know. I love that movie. Dude, that movie's awesome. I'm taking my kids to see the Broadway production of it. Oh, There's a Broadway. Cool. Are yeah. you serious? In yeah. Columbus and Cincinnati, they both have it. No shit. They do. Andrew Lloyd Webber, the guy that did Phantom of the, Phantom of the Opera, did that one. Dude, that would be fun as shit. Yeah. You know what else I kind of like is that they did a reunion with Jack Black because they're all musicians. Mm-hmm. 
So they all got together 10 years later at the 10-year reunion and, like, rocked out with yep. Jack Black for, like, hours. That lead guitar kid was, was like, a phenom. Dude, he is yeah. good. But he doesn't – wait, he's doing music now, though. Mm-hmm. Isn't he Juilliard? Or, like, he's at school somewhere. Yeah, he's somewhere. He's, he's really good. And the drummer, who I thought was terrible in the movie yeah. but had the basics, good foundational skills, mm-hmm. is apparently an amazing drummer now. Well, yeah, like, the know, kid's, like, unreal good. They grow up. Right. And the girl that played bass is like mm-hmm. a real bassist. Man, it's got to be easy when you're like trying to enter Juilliard and your resume says, I was in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I was in School, School of Rock. Rock yeah. So, and that was really me. That kid on the guitar mm. was fucking crazy yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. He was really, really good. Yeah. He was definitely, even at that age, I yeah. can't imagine what he's like now. He's probably one of those multi instrumentalists. You know what's good for like learning how to play guitar? Fapping. <laughs> Seriously, you got to get your dexterity down. Finger movement. I'm going to bring everything back to this this 2017 recap to jerking off. You know what also was really good? <laughs> fap. Yeah. Hey, what's fap? What fapping in 2017, guys? Yeah, what's fapping? What's fapping? In- <laughs> oh, what's a fapping then? <laughs> I'm a such a horrible person. <laughs> I can't believe at the age of 30, I just found out what that meant. Yeah, I think you've been living under a rock. I just learned what it meant too. Oh Today, <laughs> yeah, I thought it was an acronym for something. I did too. Come I on. mean, I've always I've heard of it, but I didn't realize it was. Mm. I didn't realize the connection was a noise. I just thought it was an abbreviation. I'm like, what is that abbreviation? I'm a terrible influence like, on you too. You know what else? I took me out to figure out a long time to figure out. I thought it was like finger. You used to do it all the time, and I think yeah. you did it with. This is gonna sound really dumb, and mm. I'm not up with mm. the hip, cool kid lingo. That's all right. You started it, and I always wondered what you said because I used to be like, "Ha ha, yep," and yep. I had no clue what you were saying when you abbreviated SMH. Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And then finally, I was like, "What's SMH?" And shake, like, shake my shake head, my and head, I was like, man. "Oh, that totally makes sense." And I would just laugh and be like, "All yeah. right, dude," like, yeah. "Yeah, totally." And then he's like going through like the lingo, fucking Urban Dictionary. <laughs> I'm going like, "What is SMH?" Dude, there's just pe- people abbreviate. That's a good one. I use yeah. that one a lot. I use, by the way, BTW all mm-hmm. the time. Those are only two I use. BRB. But there's some people. Everybody use BRB, right? That's mm-hmm. old school, though. That's that's, that's AOL AIM. That's instant messenger all the way. Right. You mm-hmm. don't do. No one BRBs anymore. No one does anymore. ASL anymore? No. Age, sex, location, chat room, mm-hmm. faux show. I remember yeah. that one because mm-hmm. I used to be like 19. From Kettering, Ohio. 19, like, San Diego, California. Single, amateur surfer. Wait. Single white male, two-inch dick. <laughs> we would always like impersonate someone. It would be like 18F, got pics. Oh, all the time. You're the original catfisher. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. The thing is, back then, there was at least a sense of truth. Mm-hmm. Like you could mask and hide behind certain things, yeah. but it's not like now where you could literally be an entire different person. Yeah. Like it is entirely possible to go into a chat room or yeah. some sort of organized webcam thing and be a completely different human being. I'm glad you said that. I was listening to the Theo Von podcast the he's other day so funny. and it was hilarious because he's like, he was talking about hooking up with these girls and he, and some guy called in and asked the question cause he always calls it his dark arts. Yeah. Some guy called in and asked a question about, he's like, have you ever, he's like, I feel bad because I feel like I'm misleading these women. I'm not super well endowed. He's like, so I use images of other guys on the internet for like big pics. And Theo Vaughn just super casually goes, he's like, well, I have this buddy, let's call him Derek. I have this buddy Derek I grew up with. He goes, got a massive white hog. He goes, I just have him send me dick pics. He's like, update him every six months. And that's what I use. 
Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know you're dealing with a pro chick if you send her a dong shot and she goes, I need you to put it next to a dollar bill so I have some scale. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. No, thanks, honey. Uh, I need your face to be in the background. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. I need to make sure it's you. Trust me. This is legit. That's my that's my package. And then the angle, <laughs> angle trickery will yeah, do it, yeah. too. Wow. Oh, yeah. It's just like girls in lighting. You know, girls that pose. Mm-hmm. I see the gym photos all the time where, like, here, hold on. I'm, people can't see this, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to illustrate it for you guys, right? There's a difference between your butt looking like this. Aye, aye, aye. And then looking like this. Uh-oh. You've, you, you you've been that. doing leg day, haven't you? When you get the glutes out <laughs> yeah. there, then it, it's super misleading. That pose mm-hmm. is incredibly misleading when you look at girls could, from could, yeah. could you do that second pose again? Like, I can, but... I got a little, little chubby. When I spread them, I could smell the stink. <laughs> so, so I closed them back up. Corey's still wearing his jock strap from hockey. Yeah, sorry. We So typically we don't have hockey Saturday mornings, but we had hockey, and I refused to change when I got home. So at this point particular moment i'm still in my jock but mm-hmm. in all fairness i'm only in my jock mm-hmm. so i'm uh I'm, if- I'm getting pretty close down so chris has actually put dude i'm not drinking that that looks like pure mint <laughs> i'm not drinking that yeah. i don't want to why Let's just try it better than pure meth all right so i'm getting ready to sip a latte with a fucking peppermint in it mm. Ooh, that's pungent. <laughs> that is pungent that as well. stings the nostrils. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, Brick. That smells like I pure gasoline. I literally did not notice any God. taste of peppermint until the very end. Dude, because you didn't let that shit melt. It's made with bits of real peppermint, so Dude, you know it's it good. Dude, shit. <laughs> Oh, my God. Anyway. It's clearing my sinuses. Mm. So we have no official agenda for this podcast other than we've decided because this is technically going to be released after the new year Mm -hmm. that we wanted to do what we could to recap the good, the bad, the ugly, the fun, Mm -hmm. the great of everything cigar related in 2017. Bam. And there's a lot of stuff that happened. There's a lot of gaps in my memory, too. So I'm hoping this conversation helps bring back some of these experiences that I had over the course of a year. There was episodes where we were pretty much almost drunk, though. Yeah, see, that, I think that's part of what I'm, I'm going to be missing out on. You know, <laughs> Well, because these experiences all blend together. We smoke so much, yeah. and, and I've had so many cigars this year. I've, mm. I've question, unquestionably had more cigars this year than I've ever had in yeah. any other year. These yeah. past, progressively, it gets worse. Well, in my, I look at it as better. Most people from health perspective say worse. Yeah. It gets worse slash better every year. I smoke yeah. more and more stuff. So it's hard. Just the variety of what I've smoked this year is going to be a little difficult to recap everything. But I do have ones that are permanently plugged in my brain yeah. as far as what I want to talk about. I, I think, think we'll have a lot of repeats, too. We'll have some similar ones. Yeah, for sure. Maybe be a good idea to go around the table and say a couple nice things about each other. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. I, well. I got this nice card here, so that means I'm, <laughs> I'm somebody. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I'm getting married, and mm-hmm. that was I forgot the cards yesterday. Mm. Lauren's like, did you bring the cards? Well, she's like, Mr. Jesus Rogers, too. fucking Christ. Did These goddamn cards. cards. I spent $15 on cards that are what? What is that, Adam? A two by four? It is. And there's no place to write on the back. None. It looks super encrypted. It looks like the Zodiac Killer made these cards. Right. And the front of it just says suit up. And uh-huh. at the bottom, what does the message at the bottom say? It says, she made me send this. Which is 100% accurate. This is, this is the, these are the things that you go through when you're getting married. Yeah. It's been 11 years for me, and I still remember how vividly 
Um, man, I hope I don't play this podcast for my wife. She'll gut me <laughs> like a fish. Um, I had to do some really dumb shit leading up to this wedding, <clears throat> and I just had to grin and bear it. Right. I wanted to get laid more for the rest of my life. <laughs> You're like, it's going to be um, worth it in the long run. <laughs> and I just kind of kind of soldiered on through it. And I feel like you're soldiering on right now. Yeah, I'm 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 in the fucking foxhole right now. You really need <laughs> I'm to, in the front lines. You really need to Instagram one of these because it does remind me of like the letters of the zodiac. Killer. It's really yeah. weird. It, really it does to the, to the newspaper. It's really creepy. Um, awesome. I will say this. So it's not been too tragic. There are some things where I definitely shake my head and I go, seriously, I can't tell you how many shitty fucking photographers I've looked at. Mm-hmm. Like, bitch, not only are your photographers, your photography skills and yeah. your lighting all wrong, but your post-editing is garbage. Garbage. Yeah. garbage. I have apps on my phone that can do a better job. There's, there's always, like, a soft glow to everything. They're mm-hmm. soft. There's, like, it. The people really, like, they smooth out too much where yeah. all the they detail is, the details, like, completely <laughs> eroded away. Like, yeah. the lighting, like, there's some pictures where I'm, like, even I know to position the person this way. Like, yeah. your lighting is terrible. So we went through the fucking hodgepodge of shitty-ass yeah. photographers, fi- finally found a guy who's really good, but he comes at an extra $1,000. Yep, that's how it goes. Like, fuck, man. Well, so we finally settled on that, thank God. And this is really boring to everybody who's listening to it, but nah, fuck you, this is my life. My, uh, <laughs> my photographer, the guy we used, retired not long after we got married, but he, I guess he still does weddings here and there, which means you're not... Retired, right? That would—that's like the exact opposite of what retirement really is. Good guy, Steve, homeboy. Good yeah, dude. cool. Yeah, there's some good ones out there, and there's some real shitty ones where it's like, how yeah. are you a wedding photographer full time mm. and making a living? I don't get it. They make a lot of money. They make a lot. Trust me, I know. For one yeah. fucking day, I was like, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, man, give me that job. I think in 2006 when we got married, we still we still even then paid a guy three grand to do our wedding. That's how much I probably could make a killing grand. doing photos. Yeah, you could because I do posts. Your post would be really good. Mm-hmm. You just you'd have to learn some of those like photography basics skills should. and basics up front, but your yeah. post would be perfect. Yep. Anyway, that was a weird fucking tangent. So nah, let's it's all good. let's jump in this. It, 2017 has now been a full 364 days as we are currently recording this on a Saturday. Th- 363 days. Mm-hmm. 362 and a half. <laughs> right? Just 362 and but tech, but, half. But, but technically a year is only 364 and a quarter, 32 right? 32 minutes. It's not actually 365 Correct. days. That's yeah. why we have a leap year. Correct. So mm-hmm. learn you some of that true. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so a lot has happened in the cigar industry in 2017. A shit ton. A lot. Yeah. There's a lot of regulatory stuff that's now going to affect going into a place. And, yeah. you know, how is that affecting everything? I want to talk a lot less about that hoopla mm-hmm. just because people are going to still smoke regardless. So, yeah, and it keeps FDA. getting pushed anyway. Yeah. Things get pushed and they get amended and all that. But yeah. from a cigar perspective, individually and for manufacturers, it's been one crazy year. It's been a good year for a lot of different manufacturers that are large enough to stem the tide of what's going on. Right. Yeah. And there are there have been some acquisitions and mm-hmm. mergers of certain companies, buyouts, large tobacco companies like yep. General are buying out smaller subsidiary brands. Way more collabs this year. Way Damn. more collaborations. And let's talk about that. That's yeah. a good subject matter to start with. That's a good way for a smaller company like like what Chris mentioned last time, Caldwell. Caldwell's not necessarily small, but they're not big. They're not huge, yeah. What what it, it enables a company like Caldwell to partner with like Drew Estate or someone else to create right. a really kick-ass cigar with their name on it. Yeah. Right. 
and then that gives their brand more cachet. Yeah, you know, and they killed it this year. So oh, they, yeah, they did, did Drew Estate collabs. They've done AJ Fernandez yep. collabs, a couple of them. So they're working not only with big factories who can manufacture the mm-hmm. product, but people at these factories who are co-blending yeah. with them. There yep. was Hoyo Foundry. The Hoyo was one of my favorite cigars. That of was the a year. good one. The AJ yeah, Hoyo. I've got a couple of them in the yeah. humidor now. That yeah, the H Upman AJ Fernandez collab, which I thought was a weird one because those are two big mass manufacturers. Did you smoke it? No, I, it's still in there. I, I that, was, right. that was the only one I didn't like that was the AJ collab. And you know what? It actually got in a couple different... So there's the Cigar Aficionado Top 25. Mm-hmm. You can take it or leave it. I don't put a lot of credence into it at nah, all. Nah. It's one of those things where it, it may be... Like the whole thing... Sorry, another tangent. The whole thing that drives me nuts about the Cigar Aficionado Top 25 is mm-hmm. that these are selected cigars that are specifically sent to Cigar Aficionado. It does, it's paid submission. So it doesn't mean it's the best. It's only the best of what's represented that's Correct. sent to them. Yes. So it doesn't mean it's the best out there. I promise you, yeah. with the fucking Arturo Fuente Shark, whatever got number one, there are better cigars than that. There's better cigars than yeah. the, what was it, the My Father that got second. There's yeah. better cigars represented as a whole in hey, the entire absolutely. industry better hey. than those. Hey. Mm-hmm. But there ain't there ain't too many better than that that at illusion bull. Yeah, that is okay. A really so good that cigar. one. Well, let's so let's talk about that. That yeah. finished number one in 2016. Yes. But for all intents and purposes, was, people didn't start buying it until no, 2017. Right. This I had year, five this year. You were that, an early adopter of that. That fucking yeah. cigar. So let's talk about that cigar because mm-hmm. yeah, I've been searching high and low for it, and it's, I cannot find it. It's tough. out of stock everywhere. Yep. Yeah. That cigar is perhaps one of my favorite flavored cigars I've ever had. Yeah, it was there is something super about good. that to me is a good represented number one. A big LFD old killed it. A big old donger size too. <laughs> Every single one of them. Big the big old ones are they? Yeah. Were the really were the big ones actually considered bellicosos? Yes, because yeah. weren't Cause they, they had the point? They were they like the, the point bullet. at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I like Bellicoso. That's a great. Mm-hmm. That's a great Vitola. It yeah. is, mm-hmm. and that cigar, fucking Cause unreal. Especially good. with like a big stick like that, mm-hmm. being able to trim it up with a straight cutter mm-hmm. to really get a better draw from it if you yeah. need to is really ideal on a stick like that. Do you yeah. fap? Do you fap that stick? I fap that. <laughs> I told you I'm going to bring it all back to fapping every time. No, oh, I'd not. fap the fuck out of that. But that was God, one of my. So that was one of my. That was. A truly but. deserved high rating. Yeah, that one cigar. was super deserved. I I wish. So, I do consider that a 2017 rating because it's posted up, up at the very end of 2016. Yeah, yeah. So people aren't buying them until 2017 for yeah. all intents and purposes. That cigar is so fucking good flavor wise. I can't remember a lot about the construction. I don't remember a lot about the burn. I remember a lot about the flavor. It's one of those flavors that when you smoke it. It just stays with you. You know exactly what it tastes like for an entire year of not having it. Yeah. And by the way, it's been pretty much an entire year since I've had it. Yeah. This one's an interesting one. I think we've we've had this. Um, <clears throat> and it's from Corey's favorite manufacturer in the world. Cigar Advisor ranked the Christoph Lajero Maduro yep. a 97. Yeah, and the Lajero Maduro is really yeah. good. The so double, I've been smoking yeah, the, the regular Maduros, which I love, mm-hmm. but that one is really good. And actually, Christoph, any Maduro Christoph has made that I've had, I've loved. Yeah, They've been yeah. fan-fucking-tastic. I've got that GC signature at home I need to smoke. Looks so yeah. good. And then, uh, interestingly, they, they gave the Monte Cristo White a 92, which... We, I think we all agree. That's a good stick. It's a That's a good, good cigar. cigar. For, yeah. for, uh, for an Altatus, like, mass-produced, um, I don't, 
like to say it this way, but this is the only way I know, I know how to say it. They're taking the old Cuban brands and making like a Dominican or a Nicaraguan right. with it. Right. That's essentially what they've been doing. To sell tobacco using the, the old Cuban brand. Right. Partagas <clears throat> does it. Fuente. Yeah. I mean, Partagas, you got H. Upman. H. Upman. And you've got even Bolivar. I, Bolivar is the other one. Um, there's a bunch of old Cuban what brands. What was the other one? Tr- tr- Cohiba. Trinidad. Trent, what is that one? Trinidad. Yeah, tr- Trinidad. Trinidad. Uh, and then you got Cohiba. And Cohiba. So those are, I think those, all of them roll up under. You know Altaitis. what's weird is that the Cohiba Blue, sorry for anybody I'm about to offend when I say this. The <laughs> oh Cohiba Blue yeah. was highly rated by oh, a God. lot of different manufacturers mm-hmm. or a lot of different uh, cigar reviewers or, or outlets yeah. this year. Yeah. Garbage. I, I, How in the fuck do you people like that cigar? I didn't love it. Please tell me why you like it, because I have not been spent, able to figure it out. I spent nearly $13 for it, and I'm like, nope. See, well, I didn't. I bought a five-pack, so I got five for 20 bucks essentially. Which is yeah. a great deal. Not... I. Here's the thing. I had a five-pack. I smoked two of them, and I gave the other three away. I was like, this is garbage, and people love them. I'm like, I'd, someone yeah. help me understand why you love them so much, because I, I just don't get it. I think people get wrapped up in that name, Cohiba, because people that don't partake a lot... Yeah, they're like, oh, it's a Cohiba. I think they get wrapped up like, in the dollar that they spend on but it, you're too. Like, but not really. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking that is right. quality. I think, you know, if they go, oh, I've spent $15 on this cigar, it's going to be amazing. That's now, not always the case. Yeah, now, it's definitely not it's always It's totally worth eight bucks. That's about it. Yeah, totally yeah. worth eight bucks, and uh, yeah, maybe but worth it, six. <laughs> I, I could buy a Romacraft for eight. I find myself, and maybe it's just me being really difficult because I have a habit of doing that in my life. Um, <laughs> I can hear my wife laughing from my house. Um, I avoid Cohiba just because it's it's. I, I know what it is. It's yeah. like you're putting. A brand name on something that would it's not, not that great. Yeah, right. would not stand up to like. It wouldn't pass the litmus test against other real right. good cigars. And Cohibas were built. That is a brand that was built for Fidel Castro in Cuba. Right. That's for him. So we're smoking like a Dominican Cohiba or a Nicaraguan Cohiba, whatever the hell they're giving you. It's not. Right. It's not a Cohiba. Yeah, it's super frustrating. You yeah. know what? Super frustrating because that, yeah. it's just like that that Americanized brand is just does yeah. not stand up against the, the true so Cohiba. Kind of on, yeah. Let's talk about some cigar. I mean, we, we need to definitely close it with some cigars that really worked this year. Like some good stuff, some yeah. good, some good stories. Oh, dude, I've got some great ones. Oh, you, I got you great, some fantastic cigars. Oh, God, man, I've smoked some. Talk, we talk about ourselves, talk about <laughs> good cigars, and we'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> I'm Adam. I'm an Aquarius. Um, so if you so let's talk some poor ones because I feel like I'd like to get those out of the way. Okay, the let's let's mm. get the shit out there because I did say the good, the bad, the mm, ugly, yeah. and then a whole bunch of other adjectives that I sprinkled in there. So poor. what, Chris? What would be one of the worst ones you've smoked this year? Oh, I already kind of named the Cohiba Blue. That is definitely lower on my list, but I do have some other junkers. I do typically. I'm relatively pleased with most cigars I smoke. Very recently, though, um, a gentleman recommended a uh, uh, Black Dahlia to me. Mm, yeah. And that was fucking garbage. Yeah. It looked like garbage. Yeah. Um, that was really bad. Dude, that thing was a shit turd. Yeah. And not, you know, everything else is usually pretty okay. Um you not got, like, like the neutral ones are kind yeah, of like float. There's a lot like, more okay. that floats in the middle than there is good or I think there's bad. The ones that were surprisingly not as good as I'd hoped they were going to be this year was honestly the seasonal um, uh, nubs. 
Yeah, they were lackluster, weren't they? Yeah. 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 If you're gonna get a peppermint anything, get the job. And the pumpkin one. It didn't really didn't have like anything. Yeah. It just like didn't even have cinnamon spice. Nothing yeah. really. It, 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 they're a they're a decent infusion because yeah. the infusion that does exist is not overpowering, or overwhelming. It's a decent cigar. Like literally, you could take the infusion <laughs> out, and then you've got characteristically, you have a normal nub. Yeah. Which isn't terrible. Yeah. It's not the best thing in the world, but it's not doesn't suck either. So it's it was yeah. a lackluster infusion. It was. A gimmicky. I mean, I love the idea thing. of a seasonal stick. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's pretty cool. I mean, but it's it good for their branding too. Yeah, it just didn't work. I'm a when it comes to nub, I'm pretty classic. Just give me the Cameroon. Cameroon, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Just give me the Cameroon. Can't beat it. Still one of my favorites. It's amazing. Yeah. That is a great cigar. Yeah. For me, I had <clears throat> I smoked a lot of shit this year, and I don't mean a lot of shit as fucking right. garbage. I mean a lot of cigars, and really the only the only things I was. I would say I was disappointed in from individual cigars. Definitely the Cohiba Blue. That yeah. is one that I think people yeah. hyped up too much, and then I smoked, and I'm just like, I don't get it. That was more of me. It was like, hey, great humidor filler if you can buy them for a good price. Yeah. But I don't get it. Like I don't, I don't know what the hype is about, right. and I don't know why people think that the flavors get. Maybe I had like a cold when I was smoking it the yeah. three times I smoked it. The Cohiba Blue was certainly lackluster for me. It wasn't one that I was particularly thrilled with, especially because of the hype. And I told, I've said this on this podcast a few times, I jump on hype trains. I'm yeah. that guy. You when the collabs it. from Caldwell came out, I was like, I was like screaming from the rooftops, I want that. Give yeah. me that. Give me that. Give me that. And they're all good. And they're all good. Yeah, Those all are all good. good. Yeah. I jumped on the Cohiba <laughs> Blue hype train. Totally disappointed. I jumped oh, right back off the train. I do have another one, actually. Which Go for it. It was pretty shit. Because I'll be honest, while you're looking at that, I really don't... I kind of stay in my own lane. I, I've smoked so much over the 21 years I've been doing this that yeah. I, I kind of... seasoned, for I sure. I kind of know what not to fucking yeah. do. Yeah, so I try to give them a second chance. I oh, try yeah. to give them a second chance, because the first experiences with, with their brand, I just did not enjoy. This is going to be a Fuente, isn't it? No. Mm. Uh, Gurkha Consodia. Oh, oh God, yeah. yeah. Let's not even, God, can we just say mm. one thing about Gurkha and that is way overhyped? Yeah, well, the, the Consodia. Not worth the money. How about this? That? Is what I will say about Gurkha. Anything lower than their 12 year seller reserve, stay the fuck away is from that. A junk turd. I've smoked the Ninja. Um, I've smoked, the, well, okay, I did like the Seduction. I have to be honest. The Seduction's a decent cigar. Yeah, That's yeah. one I've smoked multiple yeah. times that I actually like. Um, but if you were to if you were to say the brand as a whole. It's too expensive. Too expensive for what you get. Yeah, a Gurkha's worth four bucks. It's packaging. It's the labels. They get real fancy, really fancy with their packaging and their labels. And I don't buy cigars for packaging or labels. No. You want to buy something that's good? Yeah. Just just make a really dynamite cigar and, and stop fucking spending all your money on, on your creative <laughs> yeah, department. Don't, don't, yeah. give Sorry, us, don't give us the bullshit. <laughs> Chris is the creative type. but yeah, um, Don't spend money on your creative department. You know, turd. Jesus, man. And, and the thing is, like, Gurkha makes some really high-end shit. Some really kick-ass they do. cigars. But they also charge $300 for some of them. Yeah, they do. It's insane. Uh, but their lower-end stuff is absolute shit. And I'm not afraid to say that on this podcast. Yeah, if I'm offending any, any of you Gurkha smokers out there, I I would challenge you to to branch out and try other things in the same price point. I think you'll find really quickly that what you're spending you'll your, like your $15 stuff. on right. is not worth $15. Right. Yeah. You'll, there's other stuff that's out there that's 
categorically way yeah. better. I do really enjoy the 15-year Cellar Reserve. That's a really good cigar. Yeah. That's one of the Gurkhas I love the most where you mm-hmm. can tell they took a, a they took a lot more and paid a lot more attention to the mm-hmm. refinement process of the tobacco in that cigar. Yeah. It just stands out over all their other cigars. It almost yeah. seems like a lot of them are like, hey, what can we do with this blend that we got dirt yeah. cheap from this factory? And what kind of cool label can we put on it to create some marketing hype? There's tons of that with Gurkha, and yeah. it drives me crazy. The ghost, the seduction, yeah. the, the Genghis Khan, like all those. There's a like, bunch of garbage. Yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a bunch and of turds for sure. you know what? Another one that... I, I bought it to be celebratory, but I would, didn't really have high hopes for it, but it kind of met my expectations mm-hmm. of not being, like, fantastic, was the uh, Camacho Liberty, yeah, like that special edition I got yeah. in the box. Yeah. I like Camacho. I don't love Camacho. I like Camacho. But yeah. uh, it was a... T- but it was that a, one, It's like yeah. a $16 stick. I remember the one that came with its own case. Yeah, yeah. literally. Yeah, yeah. It was okay. That one was a little overhyped. But, like, their triple Maduro is really good. Yes. That's one of my favorites. Yes. That cigar's fantastic. I actually have two of them in my humidor currently. I smoked that La Polina Maduro last night, and the flavor was amazing, but I got to say. Yeah, it, it, it failed it, failed miserably uh, in other categories. Kept going out on me. and, and Him and I were that. talking about the... Like uh, we were talking about the marbling on that driving back home. We're like, dude, have you ever seen anything I've never like seen that? that yeah. it, it was crazy. So I told cool. him it was like... It, they, like they they were drying the leaves and like halfway mm-hmm. through they're like ah eh, let's just put it in production yeah. <laughs> and they just sold it, it the, but it was really cool the the wrapper awesome. leaf was um, blotchy and marbled which was beautiful it was awesome yeah, it looked really um, cool yeah. the only other thing I could kind of liken it to and I'm not saying colors but the vis- the visual like blotchiness of the leaf was kind of like a, a really good Cameroon wrapper yeah because Cameroons yeah. have spotty yeah. pieces. But this was spotty all over, which yeah. was kind of neat. It was, it so was cool literally looking. marbled yeah. all the way through. It was very cool. And it tasted great. I think I let you both take a, a yeah, drag. It was really good. Yeah. It great was flavor. Good. La Polina makes really good cigars. It just it kept going out on me. I, yeah. I found dead pocket after dead pocket. And, and that shit happens. We've, yeah. we've done this a yeah. hundred times time. in here. Happens all the time. But um, I don't judge cigars by one stick. I need to smoke three or four or five. I'm the same way. You, well, you've had a ton of issues with Tatuaje. That's probably something you probably should discuss on here. Yeah, I will. Trust because me, we're I love there. Tatuaje, and I know a, Chris loves Tatuaje. We're getting there. Trust um, me. <laughs> but you get jaded with, with specific brands or specific cigars when you're like, you try it over and over again, and you keep having the same the fucking yeah. issue. And it's like, you know what? I'm going to spend my money on something else. Right. So La Polina, I've I'm rolled the give dice. Shot. I've rolled the dice too many times with sure. Tatuaje. I'm just I'm over it. Yeah. You know, if someone gifts me one or gives me one, I'll smoke the fuck out yeah. of it. But I'm not spending my money on so it. So, what what issues are you having with Tatuaje? Well, before I get to Tatuaje, I do want to mention one cigar that I was really excited about trying, and it ended up getting one in Florida at a really cool mm-hmm. humidor. Um, and that was the Fable lineup. Yeah. It was a. It was. There's a lot of hype around the Fable line the earlier prime. this year, yeah. and I was excited to try it. I had high hopes, yeah. and it did not meet those mm. high expectations. It wasn't a horrible cigar, yeah, but it definitely was not one of the best ones I had this year. Do you know which one it was? Was it the Fourth Prime or was it something else? I don't even remember. Because the Fourth Prime got a lot of love. I, we still have to try that. Honestly, we need to just pony it up and I, get some. I honestly don't even remember. Which I I grabbed one real quick. Mm-hmm. I just know it was part of the Fable lineup, and it just wasn't good. Yeah. I just I was I was just disappointed. And I, and I really, from from a brand perspective, there again, there was a lot of hype around yeah. it, and I it just did not meet the mark. But to go back yeah. to the Tatuaje question, <clears throat> so for me. 
this isn't a 2017 thing. This is like a 2015, mm. 16, and 17 yeah. thing. You've had recurring issues. I've never had a positive experience smoking a Tatawahe cigar. No. I thought I did the last time I smoked one about a month ago. So the first two times I smoked Tatawahe cigars, the draw was so fucking tight, yeah. I thought I was going to pass out. I was so disappointed. Nothing. I was. I, I could not do anything. I mean, I tried to hollow out the middle of it. Yeah. I, I tried all kinds of things. Kind of breaking it up. I was trying to break it up. I was trying to kind of squish it a little bit to loosen up the fillers. Nothing. Sounds I a lot mean, like fapping. I fapped the <laughs> fuck out of that tatuaje. You, you know what's interesting about them? They all tend to be pretty skinny sticks too. Yeah, um, yeah, they don't really do it doesn't make they don't make fat dongs. Maybe they should one. Um, but it, what did I have the first time? I think it was a tat. I've had the tattoo. Yep. Didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Tight draw on that. Not good. I've had the black. The black is one black of my favorites. Good. Yeah. That had a tight draw. I had what was the one that's just the red band? I think I've had two of those. Uh, the is it the uh, in, what's it called Fausto or Invicta something like Maybe. that? Maybe yeah. I can't remember. And then the one that I had a month ago, I was like, you know what? I'm in the mood to try mm. something new. Let's go ahead and give this shitty ass brand another fucking chance. Yeah. And I'm smoking this bitch and I'm like, damn, it's spicy, delicious. I was like, yeah. here, and I was sitting across from Chris and I go, here we go. I finally got a good one. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to get back on the fucking Tatuaje train. Yeah. No. And then dead pocket about an inch through. And I'm like, motherfuck. Had to relight. I was like, yeah. okay, shit happens. Another inch through, dead pocket. Mm. I had three of them in that cigar alone. I was like, I'm fucking done. That's what Never happened to again. me with the La Polina last night. Yeah, it just went out. I was it like, just, th- and, yeah. that, and those 100% were construction flaws. Yeah, yeah. That was done by the manufacturer. And that's my father, which is one of my favorites. And we called it out in the last podcast I was on. Um, my father rolls most of, if not all of, the Tatuaje cigars. Yeah. Um, so severely disappointed. Just, I really am because they're they're, yeah. they're a well known brand, and it's like I can't have a I can't not have one good experience. I love them. Uh, I don't think I've ever had a bad experience with Tatuaje. It's crazy. It's like you just start you keep playing like roulette and coming up crap <laughs> or whatever the, the term is. I don't gamble, maybe, but right. Maybe it's his sucking power. Maybe maybe you're sucking too hard and you're Here, putting it out. Suck, because... suck on my finger. Let me see how how hard you suck. <laughs> Wait, we got to get a YouTube stream up of this if you're gonna suck his finger. <laughs> so. I, 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 I am always disappointed when you're disappointed because I love Tatuaje. Dude, I, and I tried so hard. I, I wanted to. Like, I yeah. was sitting there. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I feel good about my chances. Let's roll some dice. Mm-mm. Fucking snake eyes. Lost that bet. Yeah. I'm just dog piss. The black is sublime. I guess it's a different blend than the, than the original black. I guess the original black was amazing. So they've done something different? They have. But I still love it. I haven't had an original tat black, though. So I can't compare it to the original right. blend. Our friend in Philly... Bill, right? Uh, he yeah. he told me that, and he said, and you know, he's an ardent Tatuaje guy, yeah. or he was, and uh, he's like, yeah, they changed the blend; it's not good anymore. But I still love it, and the Jackal with the shaggy foot. See, I never had the Jackal. Awesome cigar. Because yeah, I've heard those are really good. It tricks you because you light that shaggy foot, and you're smoking something with no wrapper right. around it, and. You'd have to go back to the early podcast to really understand what I'm saying here. The wrapper is like the meat to the sandwich. Right. It gives it the flavor. And without that wrapper, you're going, what the fuck is this thing? And yeah. then it gets into the wrapper about an inch in. 
And once you burnt the shaggy foot, and it's like a whole new cigar, and it's yeah, a, it's, it's like, kind of crazy. It's like the scene in The Wizard of Oz when they step out of the house, and it's all of a sudden not black and white anymore. It's color. It's color. Yeah, that's what that is. It's almost yeah. like the. That's a great analogy. It's, it's almost awesome. like they do that for the anticipation yeah. of here, like it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Boom, yeah. it's here, and you're like, fuck. I think Chris, you had the similar experience with that, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's and it's a good size cigar. It's like a Toro Gordo. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's good size, and uh, it's awesome. It's really good. And the one I got was from a shop around here that doesn't take very good care of their cigars. Guys, I know what you're saying. Well, maybe 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 that's uh, maybe with a maybe that's one I'll make my inception back into Give it a shot. Tatuaje yeah. in yeah. 2044. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm <laughs> when I'm over the <laughs> saltiness. But that is a get, uh, the 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 black and the 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 jackal are The jackal is amazing. great. Yeah, it's great. Okay. So, <clears throat> let's Let's move into, I want to save the best for last. And I really think the best on here would be talking about our individually, our favorite cigars. So before we do that, let's talk about best brands okay. of 2017. Notably, like, what are the brands that did some really cool stuff this year? Yes. I like the sound of whale. Don't you go let's, first. Okay. And make sure it's brand specific. Don't try not to talk about, let's not talk about individuals yet. Cause that, that's going to be like a, mm-hmm. that's going to be a. A different not the sticks, subject. the brand, right? The brand, Dude, like who killed it in 2017? I lo- I am the adventurous type. I like trying shit that I typically can't get in a lot of places. Which, by the way, just to interrupt, you are like this throughout your entire life. Mm-hmm. Just to provide some context to the people listening to this, for the first time, you actually got with a man this year. Mm-hmm. So, Chris, like when Chris says he likes eggs. adventure and to explore. Yeah. He doesn't cut himself off from new experiences, mm. even if they are of homosexual and nature. And when, when I got bored of him, I'm going to get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> but I just can't get enough of that yak. <laughs> then, then, yak. You, <laughs> then you can go back to fapping when he's gone. <laughs> um, just tell me to shut up if it's getting old. <laughs> all too often I get, I get in these, these modes where if I've had one simple like Nicaraguan blend, I'll have another simple Nicaraguan blend, yeah. and there's no distinction. Same with Dominicans, Ecuadorians. Happens, happens all too often. It happens mm-hmm. with simple blends, mostly because manufacturers want to have the safe bets. Mm-hmm. Like They don't want to really push the boundaries too far, but just enough that they know it'll sell well because it's comparable to other things that other people like that sells well. Mm-hmm. I am honestly complete opposite. Like As a buyer and as hopefully now an, an aficionado, I want to try stuff that is way beyond the norm. Right. You're mm-hmm. exploratory for sure. The one that really uh, inspired me to want to make cigars was probably the most unlikely one out of the bunch is Alpha. Mm. Yeah, a big shout Interesting. Out. Interesting. I started on an infused cigar. Oh. When I first started, I started on the an Java, infused cigar. Right? Yeah. That was like your slow inception into the cigar right. world, yeah. which um, it is for most. Yeah. Um and throughout that I I became more of the norm the norm, I guess, smoker, which mm. is, you know, you you'll have Dominicans, Ecuadorians, you, Nicaraguans. You've made a progression into normalcy almost. Right. And mm. then then as I smoked more now I start to reach out to like ones that have very complex blends and different wrappers from different regions, different binders and fillers from different regions and really trying to like have that. Yeah, you're looking crazy. for ones that are are categorically more complex. Yeah. 
And Alpha did something really creative. Very creative. Yeah. Really creative. And and and, and probably the first time ever we classified it as the premium infused cigar. Yes, we did. Right. Where where I've said this before, and we had this discussion yesterday, <clears throat> why we were smoking with a couple of gentlemen at the cigar lounge, where we were talking about acid specifically. Yeah. And we were, mm-hmm. we were conversing with a guy who was talking about acids having their place, which I totally agreed they with. They do. Actually, yeah. his, his logic behind it was very, it was spot on. It right? brings people to the industry. Acids bring people into cigar smoking, yeah. but they don't keep them there. No, they don't keep like them there. It's like you graduate. It's like uh, acids Sorry. are preschool. Yep. Yeah. And then you make your way into kindergarten mm-hmm. and then you make your way into junior high and high school yeah. and so on. So it's, it's kind somewhere. of that progression. Yeah. What I always had beef with, with infused cigars, specifically with the acid brand, is that the flavor infusion doesn't enhance the cigar. Yeah. It only masks what is, I would consider, you don't really know what the tobacco Simpler, is. It's masks basic, right. basic yeah. tobacco. Alpha stands out above the rest yeah. because their infusions absolutely enhance an already yeah, good man. flavored tobacco. The tobacco they use in these, and we covered this in the review, is stellar. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. And we even said, standalone, minus the infusion, they'd be good cigars. They'd be good cigars, yeah. yeah. They would mm-hmm. be delicious. The infusion only makes them that much better, yeah. which, by the way... I got some in my humidor. I, got I know. The, I got the Maduros, and I have some too. Unfortunately, them, I only have two Claros. That's okay. Sorry, one of you. Probably you can, Adam. You can smoke that with Chris. <laughs> um, so two of the Claros, which I've actually been told are the best. I like Maduros. You know, I like dark wrapper, so I just went and had. And I love the Claros. I'll just, I'll just order some Claros. There you go, dude. Yeah. I and so I'm right there with you, and I'm sorry to steal your thunder on that, no, but no. I really wanted to talk about the enhancement yeah. of the cigar mm-hmm. with the absinthe infusion yeah. because it is. It does make the cigar that much better. Yeah. Kicks the fuck out of the, any other the f- bottom infused line cigar for I have. Me is, is I think the cigar industry has moved into a much more craft boutique type of right. industry. Now, there's the, always going to be big brands, but the one thing I fear is that eventually we're going to get to this point where the cigar industry is going to plateau from a creativity standpoint. Yeah, I think every industry has that. I think you think it will, and I think it could, but I don't think people are going to allow it. And I say that because now growing regions are starting to change, Mm -hmm. and growing regions make all the difference in the flavor of the cigar. But but the point is, but today, though, when you you look at it, there's four major regions. And it's five. Right. It's tough to make this. You can only make so many different weird combinations that work. And, you know, and, and it's just like, that's why I said, like, I'm so used to smoking this cigar from this brand and then that cigar from that brand. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it's the same it's fucking the same thing. cigar. Right. It's a I'm different smoking the same goddamn thing. What yeah. I want to see more is people using more like Brazilian Matafina and more even Peruvian tobacco. Costa Dude, Rican yeah, tobacco. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've talked a lot about Costa Rica becoming an up and comer in the tobacco. Costa world. Rica. There's um, now they're growing the a lot of, stuff, so, you know, yeah. so Espinosa, the Lazona factory is bringing in a bunch of Jamaican tobacco. Mm-hmm. That's a region of which they are trying to bring in more and more. And now from a flavor profile perspective, I don't know what Jamaican tobacco tastes like. It's called marijuana. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> it just tastes like apparently, jerk. apparently years ago, yeah. back like in the fucking fifties and sixties, mm-hmm. Jamaican tobacco was where it was at. Sure. And then they stopped growing that mm-hmm. region for whatever reason. And now they're opening it back up. So now you're going right. to have this inception of Jamaican tobacco. Mm-hmm. You're going to see startup. And it's like, now you wonder what that's going to be like. I was listening to probably like 
Jerk chicken. Who who is the? <laughs> I like jerk chicken. What is the so guy? Good. I'm gonna call him Mr. Espinoza, the mm-hmm. guy who owns it all. Yeah. I was. I just watched a recent interview where he was talking about Jamaican tobacco, and he 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 recalled a time and an experience he had with a cigar that I mm. believe had Jamaican fillers. That'd be neat. Yeah. And said it was absolutely the best cigar he's ever had. He Probably. said it stood out above any other cigar he's ever had and he's been trying to get that back. He's been trying to find a way. So now he's pulling they're growing tobacco mm-hmm. in Jamaican or in Jamaica in certain regions yep. and now he's having it imported into the I'd imagine it's probably like like uh, like Dominican or even somewhat Cuban because they're in the same region. Right. I I would say more mild, Mm -hmm. more temperate, but you, it is going to have a different flavor. Sure, without a doubt. Different soils, different. Yeah, it will not taste the same. What were you going to say, Chris? I was just, you know, I, 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 it's a tough industry because it's expensive. But yeah, it would be great to see these large manufacturers begin to put plants into other regions of the world that, that is yeah. suitable for this. And I grant, grant I know there's right. a limited amount of places right. that are really good. We got to start getting in with like that African government. Cause I feel like yeah, that's that where the rich soil spot. is at. Plus blood diamonds. I mean, yeah. come on. Like yeah. Southern Africa and, and even Northern Africa would work. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Cameroon wrappers. Yeah. Great yeah. soil oh regions. Cameroon wrappers are fucking unreal. Yeah. It's like favorite. we need more of those African and maybe, you know, and maybe I know it's going to be tough. I know it probably doesn't make any sense agriculturally, but maybe in the Alps, somewhere <laughs> where it's like three thousand Antarctica. Altitude. <laughs> yeah, Just, we're going to plant. So how's the Alaskan growing region yeah. this time mm-hmm. of year? <laughs> Indian, Indian would be a good, yeah, a good place to try some. some I f- I feel like there's huh. there's if you. I think part of it is not so much whether mm-hmm. the region's good or isn't good. Right. It's whether or not you can actually do it there. Yeah. Well, There's plenty of regions in South America that are still untapped. The problem yeah. is, is look at where they're at. Yeah. And you have dinosaurs living in some of those regions. I think, so. I think, <laughs> think about it. There yeah. are a few guys out there that are blending things and they're taking chances. Um, I talk a lot about Sam Lucia because I love the guy's stuff. Uh, he, the black. The Sam mm-hmm. Lucia Black specifically has Pennsylvania fire cured seco, which that's cool shit. Um, he's using North American tobacco. Yeah, um, right. you know, and there's a lot of there's a lot of that. You can find that throughout a lot of his blends because he's from Pennsylvania and he wants to use something from his home state. So which is pretty cool. Really cool. And if you haven't smoked the Lucia Black, go get one. It's really good. It's really Super good. admirable that he does that yeah. too. Um, it, that's that not only makes for a good blended cigar, really but good. it makes for a cool story. Yeah, because no offense, us Americans mm-hmm. only put our homegrown tobacco into shitty cigarettes. I like yeah. those shavings from West Virginia. Well, if you're a, if you're a tobacco <laughs> Give me some farmer, of those short fillers. If you're a tobacco farmer in, in Pennsylvania or the South and Virginia, Tennessee, Kentucky, some of the more tobacco-friendly states, what are you going to sell to? Are you going to sell your tobacco to a small cigar producer or a large or cigarette like company Marlboro. like <laughs> Philip Morris or, you know, yeah. it's, it's economics is what it, it boils is. down to versus South America. They are very, very dependent on the cigar industry. Right. So I think it's just two different Cigars cultures. Cocaina. Or, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the two thing and yeah. some coffee, coffee beans. They're one and the same, really. <laughs> they really are. They're wonderful. Actually, all of them kind of have we, tethered together some similarities. Oh yeah, sure. And maybe we 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 try to make like um um like growing uh tobacco leaves uh underground and call them shade grown. Mm. Well, yeah. there are shade grown. Well, or maybe but they're under cheesecloth. Or maybe like cave grown, blackout grown, or. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
But, you know, like, you've smoked the FSG. Is that actually grown in Florida? I haven't done my yes. research on it. So that's yeah. cool. Yeah, I think good. that's it's it is good. Florida sun-grown. I have one in my in yeah. my Coolador at home. Just a um, mild spice to it. Just yeah. super mild. Yeah, I really want to try good. that one. So, you, so, Adam, you mentioned La Silla. Chris, yeah. I think you just kept talking but never actually mentioned a alpha. manufacturer. Alpha, right, mm-hmm. right, right, alpha. Yeah, man. What, what about some other – so, <clears throat> I was thinking uh, manufacturers who just knocked it out of the park I have this one year. right now. Well, you name yours and I'll name AJ one. Fernandez. Killed it this Absolutely year. Absolutely killed it with all their collaborations. Killed it with the collabs the for collabs sure. New amazing. World ended up in the top yeah. 25. Fucking great cigar. Um, we have not smoked this one yet. Mm-mm. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. I definitely want to so smoke that. This is the Empress of Cuba. Yeah, um, that's going to be a good one. Nicaraguan, Nicaraguan grown Cuban seed tobacco. AJ Fernandez knocked it out of the park. I, and, and you know the thing I really admire about AJ Fernandez as a company is they make amazing cigars at a really good price point. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they are considered mass manufacturing. Sure. AJ Fernandez is a big. That's a big yeah. factory. But the collaborations that they had with multiple companies. Yep. Um, and the collaborations were good. They worked. Yeah. Yep. They absolutely had a great 2017. Yeah. Yeah. I think Caldwell had a great 2017. Very, very good. All Out Kings, the T, all those collaborations that they came out with this year. Yeah. They all fucking nailed it. They nailed it. And Caldwell is, and I've said it before, I get on that goddamn hype train, but they've never let me down. Nope. Not no. one time. Not nope. one time when they really hype something yeah. up hey, was I disappointed. What was your first Caldwell? Blind Man's Puff. Blind Man's Puff, yeah. Mine was um, The King is Dead. Mm, so good. Was it really? Mm-hmm. You know, I've had the Gibraltar once. Mm. Turd. Not uh, good. I didn't like the Gibraltar. I think a lot of his older stuff, yeah. I commend what he did in the process, but Caldwell's a great example of evolution. Yeah. Where yeah. he's like, he's like, I'm not going to make the same old stuff. Let me get more progressive. Yeah. And it seems like every release gets better and better and better. Mm-hmm. That's why I think they killed it in 2017. The hype around All Out Kings from the 2016 uh, IPCPR, so and then good. they delayed it till this year, and everybody's like, let me get some of it that Drew Estate. You're like, fuck, man. And then you smoke yeah. it, and you're like, it was everything I wanted. Yeah. I was, Dave smoked it last night, and he, he had issues with it, but I think it, he kept ashing, and I think he kept ashing his cherry out. Yeah, he definitely did. And uh, he, he was like, this is bullshit, and he threw it out like, a quarter of the way. I in. would have relit that bitch and I'm smoked looking, it until it was dead. Like, I was like, "How are you throwing wait, this he away?" He was smoking the Olive King. Yeah, down. and he just tossed it. Oh, I actually, shit. if I thought if he would have smoked that first, and not the other one, so just Dave does not have the same tolerance for cigars that we mm-hmm. have. I think he was ready to be done at that point. Yeah, candidly, I think yeah. he was just like, you know what, I'm right. not gonna take the time and attention to try to relight this thing. Yeah. And yeah. I looked at it and I was like, kind mm. of want it. He <laughs> <laughs> started to get in that mode of like that crazy poor woman that yeah. sees like. Already like half ash cigarettes sitting in the ashtray outside, and you're like, I'm gonna take those. That was me. I was like, I was like, how can you let that go? I almost went dumpster. I'm fiending, dude. I would have dumpster dove that (laughs) whole thing. So, pro tip to all you novice cigar guys out there: don't ash the thing like it's a cigarette. Let it build up an inch long ash that keeps it that keeps it burning evenly. Here's the thing, and it keeps it lit. Here's my whole thing about ashing. If you don't let it ash on yourself, you aren't doing it justice. I've ashed on my laptop I've a million burnt, times. I I've burnt so night. many holes in shorts. I've had yeah. so much ashes on a laptop. I have so much ashes on my jacket. My jacket's gray. It's originally tan. Yeah. I let that. Sh- I will let it ash. I don't even yeah. care because I want it. I want it to burn naturally, yeah. the way that it's supposed yeah. to burn, the way that it's supposed to ash. I'm. I'm 
make sure that I do the best job I can not to. If it's to. ready, it's ready. You're That's supposed it. to have a good, you're ready, supposed to have a good thick ash. It's like getting a good heavy ale with a, with a little bit of head, with a head on it. It's the same thing. You're supposed to have about an inch of ash most of the time on your cigar. Yep. It keeps it burning evenly. It keeps the world in symmetry, and it you know right. it just and aesthetically it looks pretty ass. It does. Pretty badass. It does, especially yeah. if you get some good dense fillers. Very. Ooh wee! This looks really good. So anyway, so, AJ Fernandez. AJ Fernandez, Alpha Caldwell. Who else killed it this year? I'd say probably Drew Estate with their different Vitolas. Yeah, of, and they did some collabs. Yeah, so Drew Estate yeah. was on the collab train. I think Drew Estate. To a degree, always does a good job, but They're only with certain categories. Correct. Yeah, that's a crazy ash. That was my ash from the All Out Kings. That's that's. A, I remember that. Yeah, that's man, that was awesome. good. God, was, that's a good cigar. It was like four inches ish. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I think those are two re are three really solid men. Yeah. Do you know what? Um, I don't know if any of you guys had this. Uh, one that really impressed me, but was kind of like a kick in the teeth, but in a good way, mm-hmm. was the Intenso. Has anybody heard about the Intenso? I have not smoked. Yeah, you had it, and I have not smoked. I it. had three of them, and they were they were good. They were like um, it was like a a good alternative to like a good tat, like mm-hmm. tat black, a little heavy, or like a LFD, like oh fuck, what is it? The uh, it's the real spicy one. Mm-hmm. I forget the fuck it is. I feel like we don't talk about LFD enough. No, I don't we should LFD. because LFD kills it. They have one yeah, of my favorite cameras. It, it's weird. It's like they're in my in my head. I can't help but to think I keep underrating them. But every time I think about an LFD, I've never had a bad one. No, I've I have never not, had no. a bad LFD. Every single one I've had has been awesome. Think about the Lenox. Yeah, the, the Lenox, Lenox is, is awesome. So good. Think yeah. about um, that Cameroon Lancero is Andalusian mm, Bowl. Yeah. Like, there's I've mm. never had a bad LFD no. ever, no. not one time. But we company. never really, we never really mention them that much. No, we don't, and we probably should. We probably should actually. We en- we owe them. Enjoy more of their right. stuff because right. uh, the 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 purple labeled uh, Cameroon Lancero is amazing. Yeah, dude, they just mm. they kill it, man. So good. It, it's so weird too because we really don't talk about them much, but I they think, kill uh, it. I think you two would probably. How many Lanceros have you guys enjoyed in the in the past couple of not years? Not a lot. I had not a lot. Uh, you got to try. Two. I had two this year. Yeah, I, I, I don't even think I had one this year. So my two favorite Vitolas in the universe, Petit Corona. I yeah. love it, especially the Herrera S. That's a great Herrera Petit. Corona. Petit this is the best Petit Corona in the world, and then a, a Lancero, Lancero, however the hell you want to say it. Yeah. And Toro. I used to be a Toro guy. I'm much more Robusto now. I think Robusto is if you get a cigar blended perfectly for the Robusto. Robusto is that's where it's at. Yeah. That's where it's at. 45 minutes and you're 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 pretty good. You're good. Yeah. Um, if you don't have a lot of time, Robusto is obviously the way to go. Yeah. Plus it's like it's like even with food, do you want to spend your time eating two pounds of French fries for yeah. an hour? Or do you want to have mm-hmm. Some French Bless fries. Oh, sorry, you, excuse me. <laughs> eat your French fries real quick, and then get on to like the the next meal. Yeah. Well, you you're asking that question, and you almost asked it rhetorically. But mm. the truth is, is you eat. You will eat just one thing. You've eaten two pounds of potatoes. You've eaten three pounds of chicken yeah. in one sitting. You Chris are the guy yeah. who will eat all of one thing and not eat another thing. But not with my cigars, no. no. Yeah, you're all completely right, different no. with cigars. <laughs> like, I want two pounds of potatoes tonight. Okay, that's the only thing I'm going to eat. I think um, I, we've talked about this before. I think when people start out with cigars, they think that they need to smoke a Gordo. 
Like yeah, or don't. I, I stay yeah. away from Gordos. And you're I, right. Yeah. The Lucia White's the only one that I really like. I will not buy a Gordo uh, in anything else. The Bogota. 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 Yeah. That's the uh, okay, CAO. Right. Bogota yeah. is the best Vitola for the CAO you, Colombia. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. So there are a couple of cigars that are that are really good in a, in a, uh, in a Gordo. But that's really it. Even the, well, the Brickhouse Maduro is even really good. See, I like that in a Did you have the Mighty Mighty? Yes. Dude, that thing's so big. It's big. It's a it's a, oh, it's a hoss. But have you I, seen the new I Connecticut like one? Yep. Yeah, I, I haven't I tried. It. I want to try. It's not good. The it's not as good as right. it's not yeah. as good okay. as the Maduro. No, the Maduro is where it's at. Yeah, but, I always like them. I've actually got two mm-hmm. of the Maduros. That's a, about. That's another company I think worth mentioning is the J.C. Newman company because mm-hmm. they yeah. own you know Diamond Crown, J.C. Newman, right. Brickhouse. Those guys knock it the fuck out of the park. Yeah. Um, this Maximus you gave me right here is a, is a kick ass. Yeah, stick. Diamond dude, the uh, Maximus is great. That dude, the Diamond Crown line is like their their higher end. The Julius Caesar, I know the one that you smoked, Chris, was not good. Mine was not good. But it came from that retailer that we were talking about. And it still gets higher. It's highly regarded. They don't take care of their stuff over there, so I can't really support. Maybe I'll try another one soon. I don't know. Yeah, sometimes you got to blame it on the shop that's holding them as far as making sure that they're doing Mm -hmm. proper humidity control and that they're not being... You know, handled too much. Yeah. That that makes a huge difference. I think the Diamond Crown Number Four Robusto is amazing. If you haven't tried it, get on that. that. Shit is fucking awesome. They're Dominican Dominican tobacco, and it's like it's got a little mild sweetness to it, but it's also got a a, a good nicotine rush to it. Yeah. Great cigars. I feel bad for the listener who's literally got a notepad and is just writing down the names that we're struggling to keep up. Well, let me let me throw another let me throw another two at you that I've been extremely impressed with this year mm-hmm. one of them and i'm going to start with one and it's because the last one i'm going to mention is my favorite mm-hmm. the first one would be basically anything from foundation that i've had this year mm-hmm. including the tabern- tabernacle, tabernacle new charter so good yeah and i have the, not the wise man yeah, done holy fuck balls foundation cigars is killing it and it was like almost all at the same time it was like here's this really good blend mm-hmm. oh here's this better blend oh and here's this blend that's even better than those two that they're all still really good they make yeah. the berlin wall no that's hammer and sickle. hammer and sickle that's right that's a good cigar their too. stuff's good yeah yeah hammer and sickle's pretty yeah. good but foundation cigars killing it in 2017 to, gonna have to order some. the problem the, this is this is the trouble that i always mm-hmm. have with like cigar companies that just come out with some kick-ass shit is like when you already set the bar high yeah. you have to find a way to raise it mm-hmm. and it's like sometimes it's like sometimes it's a congressman kind of like bring out a good cigar and then bring out progressively better yeah. kind of like caldwell does it's like, man, I don't know how they're going to get any better. I, think, I, I think feel like the, I'm just going to be disappointed. Yeah. I think that's what unfortunately happened to uh, the Los Calaveras after their 2014. Yeah. They were like, well, here, let's make this not as good 2015 it's really hard and to not keep, as good 2016. It's really hard to keep that. But. But. but yes. Uh, so yeah. that is one I want to talk yeah, about yeah. individually because yeah, I'm yeah. not giving high marks to crown heads overall this year. Yeah. I don't think they're worth mentioning as far as the manufacturer piece of it, but for one particular blend, I think they are. But yeah. real quick, yeah. I've got to mention my favorite. Okay. Cornelius and Anthony. Yeah, man. Yeah, Fucking destroyed in yeah. 2017. Holy shit. Yeah. There is not one bad fucking cigar I've had from them. I cannot wait to try the rest of their lineup. I know pretty much everything about them now, which is really creepy. I'm almost stalkerish. Yeah. Their cigars are so fucking good. We reviewed the Daddy Mac last week. Chris surprisingly gave it a 5.7. Really? I gave it a 5.7. Yeah, nice. Dude, he hit, like, we were struggling to find things we did not like. And I got the Meridians in my cooler. And it's good. And I it, love it. And this I is what it. I've said. Mm. Pay close attention, everybody who's listening to this. When you smoke, I, got, I bought three different, um, I bought three different Cornelius and Anthony mm-hmm. cigars. And I smoked them in succession. Yeah. 
succession 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 in a row in a row (laughs) i started with the aerial and i was like fuck that's amazing these other two will not be as good and they were then i I got the meridian i was like fuck the meridian's my favorite Arrow, you're still really good, but Meridian, you're my favorite now. Yeah. Then I had a Daddy Mac, and I was like, fuck Ariel, fuck Meridian, yeah. Daddy Mac's awesome. Then I went back to there, and I was like, fuck the other two, Ariel's the best. <laughs> so they're all good. They are all my favorite yeah. when I'm smoking them in the moment, and I've never had another manufacturer where I feel that way. Well, and They've I'm, just killed it. I'm really glad that you really branched out far this year because I— I branched out real far. I didn't, and you were all over these Cornelius and Anthony cigars. And, and I'm like, you know what, man, I'm, I'm going to order a— a five pack. I'm going to do this. So I got the Meridians and a Robusto and I had the craziest experience with this because this was like two weeks before Christmas, like just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, They're fresh. We had a 55 degree day out in Ohio. And right now there's seven inches of snow on the ground. And it's 10. Yeah. (laughs) But fucking shit. I went on, I went out on, on my porch and I lit a Robusto Meridian and I fucking fell in love with it because it's like this nutty, Smooth, silky blend. I'm frothing right I now. I don't know what <laughs> they did so to bad. it. And it was beautiful. The, the construction was perfect. And I smoked a Robusto. So I'm like, all right, you know, 45 minutes, I'll be done. I smoked on that Robusto for an hour and a half. It, mm. it just wouldn't, it wasn't shrinking. I'm yeah. smoking. I'm just, going, it just goes forever. It's kind of like the Nub Cameroon. Yeah. <laughs> it's so deceptive. Oh, it lasts forever. Here's what I love. And I know yeah. you guys, you probably remember this. And you mm. know this to be truth. If I text you guys when I'm smoking something right. and I take a picture and I go, holy fucking that Jesus balls, yeah. go get it. Yeah. I did that with every single right. Cornelius. I, I fucking, I jumped on that goddamn no. train and I have not gotten off of it. It's so good. And I'm, I'm really glad. Worthy. I'm glad you've got to experience yeah. the Meridian. Yeah. Um, did I put a Daddy Mac in there? If I didn't, remind me to put one in your, you your little not. gift pack. You did not. The Daddy Mac, dude, I... I love the fact that Chris loved it. So yeah. it's got a Nicaraguan filler. Mm. So we knew what to expect. Right. Here's the crazy thing about it. And we reviewed it last week. So I'm sorry for the people listening, but I'm really kind of just conversing with Adam yeah. at this point. You can <laughs> just hang tight and listen. When, when I smoke that cigar, I'm not a huge Nicaraguan fan. I know that. Spice is not my thing. All right. What I love about this cigar is the flavor profile changes right. many times in the cigar. You yeah. get something different at certain points in the cigar. And we love that, by the way. We love that. Uh, yeah. We love the changes. What I loved about that cigar was there was always spice lingering in the yeah. background. It was always just the kind of hint. There was some there. stalker spice in the background yeah. just waiting in the weeds, yeah. and it was awesome. Yep. It's so good because you it's it's very complimentary of all these other subtle changes right. that you get. Yep. And it just it just hangs tight. It's not overwhelming. It's not like that six hundred one I had last night where right. I, it was like I was smoking a goddamn dragon's mouth. That thing was spicy as fuck. Fuck! I, I was like, a... Jesus! I was like, when's the spice gonna chill? Yeah. Never. So we're come to uh, find out. <laughs> when we're all in, enjoying cigars together, we're not afraid to pass them to each other. Like, hey, try yeah, we, this. We get gay. We get yeah, gay lip. We share our shit. Um, mm-hmm. It's not always the best thing to do because, like, when Corey's smoking that six hundred one, and I, I was smoking the La Polina Maduro, which was heavy, vastly different cigars, but though. Different, Jesus very Christ. different. Uh, Chris was smoking my favorite cigar in the universe, the Lucia White. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, which is way different than what we were smoking. Probably the lightest flavor profile. Oh anything. yeah, it's an easy smoke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is crazy because it's a lot of Nicaraguan filler in that. It's the good Cordo. fillers, <laughs> yeah. And I think it's it's worth noting the reason that Nicaraguan tobacco is is punchy. It's grown in volcanic soil, so yeah. the pH is different. Yeah, so completely different. So if you were wondering why different different regions have different characteristics to tobacco, it's all yeah. the soil. It's soil. It's growing conditions. And growing conditions. So one That's thing it. I want you all to try, if you're curious about volcanic mm-hmm. soil, you got to try it fresh. Yeah. Grab yourself a cup of lava. 
and yes. a couple java get <laughs> some java lava java <laughs> and just try it and you'll notice yeah. how spicy that molten rock is going yeah. down your esophagus yeah it really and uh and then you're right i'll tell you what the next day is when it really hurts yeah when it pushes everything out of your system burns you twice burns you twice going in and coming out going in and coming mm, out yeah uh, so I so again I have to fucking just Cornelius and Anthony fucking killed it this year. Go I'm so them. stoked because they they haven't really added anything to their lineup. I will say this: I am dead set on the robusto vitolas. Yeah. I am super hesitant to try anything else yeah. because now at this point I'm just so I don't want a different experience. No. I just do not. I don't want to try a different vitola. Yeah. If there is a better vitola, everybody just keep your mouth shut. I don't want to yeah. know. Well, they I'm they burn super satisfied too. with it. They yeah. do. They, no. they, it's just great construction. Yeah. I love the fact that Chris loved what I loved about the cigar, yeah. which for him totally made sense, and for me it didn't. But we certainly had the same feelings when yeah. we came together on the review. Yeah. We had the same exact feelings as far as how good it was. That blend, yeah, that's the, good. the blend itself. I mean, if you throw the construction out, which is perfect. If you throw yeah. all those factors out and just go by the, the taste and the blend, good God. Yeah, it's unreal. It's a Brazilian wrapper. I was mm. like, huh? What are you doing? It was that an Ecuadorian binder. Ecuadorian binder. And, and, and this was the Daddy Mac? This is the Daddy oh, Mac and Nicaraguan yeah. filler. It's made in Lozona factory mm-hmm. in, in Esteli. Okay. And it is... That and actually believe the Meridian and there's like one other that aren't. I or sorry, I think the Meridian is made there. I think it's the aerial that's not. Anyway, I think well, we just need to fucking go on that Drew Estate cigar safari. We need to fly our ass to. Esteli. I say we just wing it. Right. <laughs> just <laughs> go to Estelle and just walk around to the factories. Yeah, well, you know. I, yeah. Well, we're in a cocaine plant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this isn't cigars. Oh shit! I thought the stations all meant cigar wrapping. I didn't realize mm. you guys were chopping up cocaine. Oh, you like, all carry machine guns. Okay. I can just, I can just see the comments on. Instagram. Why is Adam not on the podcast anymore? Well, he's in a Nicaraguan jail. <laughs> he tried to smuggle back a bunch of kilos of Colombian pow pow. It's like, oh, you guys are real serious about your security, huh? Uh, yeah. I just realized it's fucking drug wars with M16s. I'll be on an episode of Locked Up Abroad. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Like, I didn't know it was Coke. <laughs> The game, it's white powder. I, I didn't thought, know what to do. I thought it was baby powder. I, I chafe. <laughs> My balls chafe. Oh, shit. Any other cigar manufacturers you guys think are worth noting before we move into individual cigars? I think... Well, yeah, go ahead. I got um, a couple things I want to say. But. I think Crownheads made good redemption on the Los Calaveras. Yeah. Um, they did. They I did, did love the 16. I really but, did. however... Yeah, 16's not that great. I had the um, Yellow Rose and Tennessee... Or Nashville Waltz. Ten- Tennessee, Tennessee Waltz. Waltz. Yeah. And... Um, they're okay. Lackluster. They're okay. Uh, I mm-hmm. like the Tennessee Waltz. I had a. I had a hard. Mine wouldn't. You look like you're gonna pass out. I, mine would not draw. I felt like I was in a fucking opium den, sucking on a hookah. <laughs> yeah, you. You looked real. Ooh. Yeah, and the, the byproduct of having to crank on that thing to get any smoke out of it was I got really, really lightheaded because I got nicotine poisoning yeah. or something. But and, and you guys know we love crowned heads. Yeah, we yeah. Do. And, yeah. If, and if you get like the OBS when you get like the um, mm, OBS Jericho Hill. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Very good. Always consistent. Always good. But I would recommend the OBS, which is the basically the Robusto. The Robusto. Yeah. Versus the I always Willy get the Willie Leaves a little longer. And you know, I just bought five of the Willie Lees. I literally they're good. Yeah. The guy that I was was uh, buying cigars from last night. I was like, oh, maybe I'll get like a Willie Lee or something. He looked at me like I was like crazy, like I was speaking code. I had no idea what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah. So. <laughs> This is an annoyance. Let me bring up this annoyance before we shift <laughs> subjects. Talking about cigar guys that work in shops that don't know shit. 
So I walk in, I see a new face. Yeah. And I'm like, here we go. Dude is just like over my shoulder the whole time. What can I help you with? As soon as he said, oh, what kind of flavor profiles do you like? I, wanted, I literally was like, hey, man, I've had most of what's in this Every, shop. Everything. I'm trying to find something new. And he goes, yeah. we have this new selection over here. Why don't you check these out? And I was like, oh, yeah, the past four weeks I've been here, I've gotten something out of this. Dude, yeah. no. like, And I literally was like, hey, man. I smoked everything. Yeah. And I wasn't trying to be rude, but it no. was like the way he was approaching me and standing over my shoulder. Mm-hmm. It was like, so immediately I knew, I know a million times more than you do. Yeah. So it's just one of those things like, let me take a look, mm-hmm. let me kind of browse and I'll let you know what I need. It was like, he didn't, he didn't make the connection of like, Hey kiddo, you know you more than like he a, does. You look like an upstanding right. college I knew, student. I Dude, I knew a hundred yeah. thousand times more than he, he was very yeah. new. And, and it, my thing was, is like, I understand what he was trying to do. It was like, it was, but it was very pitchy. It was very yeah. sales. Well, what kind of flavors do you, I'm like, dude, yeah. just like, Hey man. And I literally told him, I had to tell him because like when I was browsing, he kept asking me these weird questions mm-hmm. and I was like, Hey, I'll let you know what I need when I find it. How yeah. about that? And he's like, okay, that's cool. And I was I, like, man, don't like, I, you don't have to sell me on anything. I'm already in your store. I think the first question they should ask you when you're in an actual shop is, Hey man, how often do you smoke? Are you, are you like a, 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 a an aficionado like are you honestly if he w- if he would have asked me you say hey how often do you smoke and and, and me every saying day. hey when it's not one degree outside i smoke every, every day. day and then that lets you kind of know okay yeah. well this guy's certainly going to know more than i am and now yeah. let me just be a resource to get him what wish, he needs yeah. as w- opposed to trying to sell me on something i wish he like cigar profiled you before yeah. he came in the door he's like all right five ten yeah skinny looks Looks like a college student, long hair. I feel like and that's what a like, lot of people and then he just look at me that he way. He just hands you a lineup of acids. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what I expected. I felt like that's where he was taking me. Honestly, it was like, oh, the acids are over here. I'm be like, wait a second, you bro. have to try the Cuba Cuba. It's the most popular acid. And I think these shops that carry like Fuentes and like everything from General. And abundance. That's like easy for them. If they just go, yeah. well, we got this. Oh, new, we have these Fuentes. Yeah, we got these Fuente double chateaus over here. And you're like, you know, man, I'll think I'll, I'll yeah. get something from. Like, and there's a lot Rome. of people that will go back to those cigars those over and over again. Those are They're okay. good cigars. Yeah. That's great. The same thing with the guy we were talking to last night with CAOs. He knows he has a love for CAOs. Right. He knows which ones he likes. He's obviously has some sort of consistency that he adores within that brand. And we great. like CAO a fair amount. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You go back to the CAOs. We're exploratory. It's like, hey, man, if you ask me the right questions, I could probably, I could probably teach you a few things. And you know, you know, I could teach you. And it's just, I don't know. Their approach just felt really like pushy and it just felt I'm, off and I, I miss like, the uh, I miss the old staff that that they had that knew their shit and they knew that we knew our shit like the one bro bro that was in there last night yeah. that dude knows his shit I remember yeah. interacting but I guess with him it's from just time like to time any industry right like going into the electronics store at like yeah. a Best Buy and you work for a fucking AV company yeah. you know and they got yeah. they, they unfortunately there's just going to be those folks well, well you see this new 4K and I'll be like god damn it that happens to Corey and I all the time <laughs> all yeah. the time it because just we're, happens we are we're electronics experts that's yeah. what we do by trade yeah. um, right. but honestly it's funny you mentioned CAO one of my favorite cigars of 2017 was a Basin. CAO cigar yeah Oh, the Amazon. So let's. The basin was great. Great segue into mm-hmm. the next topic. So let's talk about the basin. Now, are you talking about the anaconda? The anaconda, which I have not had, so I, I cannot speak intelligently anaconda. to it. So, what was so good about it? Lots of Brazilian Matafina. Oh uh, yeah, you're real into that. You've mentioned it was good. We could have a dr- we could start a drinking game of how many times you said Brazilian Matafina. Uh, I'm on it because I'll Brazilian be honest with you. Matafina. It's got a it's got a spice to it, but it's also got a. 
the only way I know how to say it is like a fruity citrus kind of finish, yeah. which is probably a poor way to describe it because now everybody's going to expect to taste like lime or lemon or orange. <laughs> yeah. But that, yeah, it, it's a beautiful cigar. Yeah. The wrapper, oh, yeah. post up. God, it looks good. The wrapper on the Anaconda yeah. is as oily as, as it could get. Um, and they they didn't make a shitload of them. Did you happen no, to fap that Anaconda? I fapped the Anaconda before I smoked it. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, very good. I'm glad you brought the fap up. So yep. I, I didn't want to be the only one over here fapping. Uh, one of my favorite sticks. One of my favorite sticks of 2017. And the, the local shop that, that I buy from on occasion where we smoked last night. Yeah. They made me buy two other general cigars to, to even buy one. Which yeah, because they had limited supply, right? That was the whole thing. Right. I wasn't a huge fan of that, but I really wanted one. And I do I do like, for just humidor filler and everyday enjoyment, I do like the Tarano Exodus. Yeah. It's a good cigar. You can yeah. taste the fermentation of the of Never the had it. It's a good cigar. For a general cigar, Yeah, not bad. it's pretty good. Um, get it in the Corona if you're going to get it. Don't get it any other way, Corona. Um, but I had to buy that, and I bought a Bogota, which is one of my yeah, favorite yeah. cigars. Great cigar. If you haven't smoked, I a would CIA happily Bogota, buy a Bogota. Go get the Bogota. If you like a lighter, sweeter cigar, the Bogota is fucking amazing. Two favorite CAO yeah. cigars: Colombia Bogota yep. and the Pilon. The Pilon is amazing. Too. I mean, as far as like every day, it's like, yeah. and then sometimes you got to treat yourself with an Amazon Basin or even a Flathead. So but, here yeah. we are talking about CAO. CAO is the the first cigar I ever smoked. I was 16 years old. I smoked the Brazil. Yeah, Brasilia. So the anaconda for me, or the the basin, is a natural evolution. Yeah, it's like a progression. Yeah, for sure. It's earthy. It's thick. It's bold. It's a little spicy. But if you haven't smoked a lot of cigars with Brazilian Modafina, do it because it's completely different than anything else out there. Right. And it it's awesome. Yeah, I was on that CAO train for a long time because the first one I was exposed to was the CAO America. America. That's on the front. And I've had. A countless amounts of Americans, yeah. and I've oh. had everything CAO has made, and there are still, but just like everything else, when we talk about progressions mm-hmm. of flavor profiles and so on, like where you start to where you are yeah. now, yeah. the CAO is a relatively kind of pedestrian. It's very pedestrian. Mm-hmm. That's a great adjective. Mm-hmm. It's very pedestrian. It's it's a great segue into yeah. these more complex blends, sure. but there still are some CAOs that I fall back to. And I I will yeah. smoke them again and again. I like and the again. Flathead series. The Flathead series Flathead's is awesome. Good stuff. Very good. Totally, stuff. Yeah. totally worthy of it at the number three mm-hmm. spot a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Man, that Flathead came out and I had it for the first time. I was like, fuck. Got and they've got every Vitola known to man in that oh, series. Oh, they do. And they have, and they, oh my God. Yeah, they, they mm-hmm. wore that series out for sure. The Spark but it Plug's is good. good. The Spark Plug, if you got like a 30 minute lunch break. Yeah, that's the short yeah, one. Get right? you a Spark, spark Plug. plug. Man. I love a, how they call it Spark Plug. That's good marketing on that one. Very good. Very good. And the wrappers they use on those are amazing. Thick, oily, Actually, Oh, they are super yeah. thick. I think the first CEO I had was an OSA, but they mm-hmm. that's RIP'd, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, they're gone. So yeah. um, they'll, they'll General General decided to pull. They they ended up pulling, I think, six different blends from mm-hmm. uh, CAO this year. Yeah, they they, they pulled quite yeah. a bit. They, I think they're making a, a, a concerted <laughs> effort to not only collapse the lines, but yeah. really specifically concentrate on the ones that make them well, the best, the most money. Yeah, they had the gold, which our friend was smoking last night. Not a fan of the gold. I don't like the gold at all. Um, there's really no evolution of that cigar. You light it, what you taste at the beginning is what you, you taste, taste at the, the end. end yeah. Um, Super mild. It's not the no Oso. Complexity. The Oso was good. Yeah, that was a good cigar. I liked it a lot. You actually used to smoke the fuck out of it. I thing. smoked a lot of the Oso. Uh, the I really Oso liked that cigar. The Oso was bright. It was really like sun forward. Yeah, I liked definitely. that. Um, the 
gold became the Havana Knights, I think, which is like they tried to rebrand it to yeah. make it cool. No. Didn't work. Still not good. Still not good. Um, <laughs> yeah, we know. Not good. <laughs> but they're a higher echelon stuff. The Pilone is amazing. Pilone's Great cigar. Um, One of my favorites. The flavor in the Pilone, you can really taste the fermentation of how yeah. they stacked it in the Pilone. Yep. So that, that's cool. Amazon Basin is good. The Amazon Basin Anaconda and the Flathead series. You are safe smoking all of those. Right. Lights out good. I feel the like other I, ones are kind of so-so. I feel like I find myself talking shit about General a lot when I'm on the podcast. I don't want that to be like, I don't want you to get the wrong idea. They have some very good cigars in their lineup. Yeah. But it's just anything that large with that much reach, you're going to have like like even Drew Estate. We've talked about Drew Estate. Right. Drew Estate's bottom end stuff is not worth smoking. Yeah, it's terrible. Like the Tabic special. Right. Like I'm not terrible. I'm never going to smoke that. Right. Ever. Not good. So you don't like the Tabics? No, not at all. Oh my God. My they just have they have some really mm-hmm. shitty stuff that they manufacture. Very much so. So yeah, I, I like in general like that. Right. Because their bottom end stuff, like the Macanudos, I will never smoke a Macanudo. Yeah. Never. I've never, I don't even think I may have had one. I've had one. I, it's but like Macanudos are like acids. They bring people to cigars. Right. Because you can go to your local gas station. If they have a consignment desktop. A Macanudo you're going to grab out of It's going to be in there. Every time. That's what's going to be in there. Yep. That may For be sure. like a Fuente short story. So those That's, are the... That is accurate. So, yeah. So what about... Um, <clears throat> let's name some of the best cigars we've had. Chris, we'll start with you. Name, name mm-hmm. the absolute best cigar you had in 2017. Hmm. That's tough. I'm actually thinking in my head. I'm like, fuck. This is tough. <laughs> what is my favorite? There, there was. Uh, uh, this was actually a really fortunate year for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but considering of how many I bought and how many of them I actually fucking loved, I honestly have to probably give it to the Andalusian Bull. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, so good. I had five this year. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. You've had some consistency with that one. Yeah. See, I only had it once this year, so I can't. I can't give it high remarks because I've created no consistency. All right, yeah. I think if I had it twice and I was like, okay, just as good the second time as it was the first, yeah, I would, I, I would, it would it. definitely be at the top of my I, list. I loved it. The, uh, the only thing I, I will say is that it, the one I had, and maybe it was environmental, I hadn't eaten a whole lot, the nicotine content was really it's high. Pretty, it's pretty <laughs> yeah. up there. I feel yeah. like it is going to be that way regardless. Yeah. So it was, it was heavy. So make sure if you smoke the Andalusian Bull, you're, you're well fed. and you're, Yeah. You know, you Put gotta, some beef and bread on your stomach. Don't, yeah. don't 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 enjoy that on an empty stomach. Yeah, that's a bad. I think yeah, that's a really bad one just to go in empty. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That's a good one though. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a great. It's a great mention because yeah. I, again, like we said earlier in the podcast, I think it's certainly worthy of the 2016 number one mm-hmm. spot. Yeah. What I am overly disappointed at this point is I can't fucking find them. Can't get them. I can't even buy boxes. I was willing to spend $200 to buy a box of them and I checked every goddamn site and they were all out of stock. Yeah. Uh, It hit when when Cigar Aficionado and they have that kind of readership where when they drop a publication and something is number one or that two. That Fuente Shark right now is the same goddamn one. There's a land rush on them. Right. Everybody's um, looking for that. And I was like, you can yeah, have them. Yeah. So <laughs> Take them. I think that's kind of what you're seeing. And also, what's the best way to create demand of something that, that was that popular? You don't release a shitload. Don't really. Yeah, that's you know? true. And then all of a sudden, you you got your people feverishly in the, in the behind the scenes rolling the fuck out of them. Yeah. And they're yeah. just going to ship crates w- of them. Welcome to Caldwell. <laughs> yeah, but Thanks see, a lot. but see, I fear that, and you hear this a lot, like uh, the Alec Bradley Presnado. Same way, it's same completely way. different now. It's not the same blend, yep. so I don't smoke it anymore. Yeah, it's not as good. Um, and I like Alec Bradley cigars. Yeah, the Tempest, I do too. the Tempest is good, but the like the Presnado was the first one I smoked. 
Uh, is it Prince Auto or Presnado? I always Prince fuck Auto. Pre- it's Prince Auto. Prince Auto. Prince yeah, Auto. I always Prince fuck Auto. that up. Uh, Sorry, Alec Bradley. I always fuck that up. But um, the first time I smoked it, I was in love with it, and then I I kept getting it, and I'm like, what, what's going on here? Yeah. So it just they changed the blend a little bit. Um, Disappointing. Yeah, but that that's a good pick, the Andalusian Bull. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that one. Smoking. What about you? All Out Kings. Yeah, that's yeah. a fucking goodie. delicious. That's a super good. I mean, great I've, collab. I've smoked. You name it, I've smoked it this year. Um, a close second would be the uh, the Christian Aroa Colorado wrapper. Dude, that is a great cigar. Yeah, that is one mm. of that is definitely mm-hmm. it gets that gets a high score for me for sure this year. And I, I just had it, it a couple weeks ago. I smoked awesome. it in a Gordo. Oh, that's a big bitch. I liked it. I, I probably should have smoked it in if they make it in a robusto, which I, I'm sure they do. I just didn't pay any attention. If they make it in a robusto, go get one, man. They're they're amazing. That Colorado wrapper has a beautiful color. Yep, has a beautiful aroma. And it's got some light oil, but that's not the the the, the flavor that it imparts in that cigar. Right, and God, let's let's also be clear so for good. people who are new to this, and they go, "Oh my God, stuff's grown in Colorado." False. It's yeah, the color. It's the color. Yeah, <clears throat> it's not grown in Colorado. It's Although not, that would yeah. be cool. Yeah, it would be cool, but Colorado snow grows, blend. They grow weed, so they're not really all that focused on right cigars. Are cigars last on their bus. <laughs> but uh, Aroa is a brand I think I need to pay more t- attention to this year. Yeah, the CLE brand as a yeah. whole. Yep, CLE. Um, and Aroa, I want to really dive into that a little heavier. For just sure. Like, just like more AJ Fernandez stuff. Like, I keep buying more AJ Fernandez product, and I'm never disappointed. They're no, none of them been disappointing. You know, they're so good. Another really great lunchtime smoke is the Last Call from AJ Last Fernandez. Last Call is good. Last so call is good. Really little tiny, good. like, I think it's a petite Robusto. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. 30, 40 minutes, it's gone, and it's amazing. Last Call is awesome. So good. Both the Maduro and, what's the other? It's not a Connecticut. What's the other one? They have the Last Call Maduro, which is the white mm-hmm. label. I think it's a Habano. I think it's a Habano. Yeah, the, red, the one with the red, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I'd have to say, for me, the best cigar that I've had this year oh, in a 2007 release. Oh, Jesus. I, I think I know what he's going to say. Which one? It's going Daddy to Mac. be the Daddy Mac. Oh, is it? Yeah. Probably. Because it's going to be the Los Calaveras 2017. See, I, I wanted to say that, but I, I wanted to so leave here's, something out there for you. Here's the thing. Not that I'm trying to disappoint anybody. The Cornelius and Anthony cigar brand was uh-huh. definitely my favorite. Yeah. But if to pick out one single cigar, the Daddy Mac, and, and mm. really what it was for me, and it, it's only personal preference. Yeah. Is that the cigar profile as it pertains to flavor is much more my style yeah. and the Las Calaveras. Sure. Yeah. So I found myself smoking it and going, not being surprised, but being very excited. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't like, oh shit, this is different than what I expected. It was, no, you're everything that I wanted yeah. and now I have it. Yeah. The Daddy Mac was great for me because as everything I didn't think I liked. Right. And then it was like, Fuck, that's really delicious. I yeah. love it. So that's the, that's the subtle difference in between number one and number two. Right. The Daddy Mac absolutely would have been my number, number two, two this yeah. year for sure. All Out Kings right up there, yeah. super in the mix. But yeah. that Los Calaveras 2017, they fucking crushed it. I can't even. They nailed argue. it this year. I can't argue with that because I've got I've got one that I really want to smoke, but I, I it's been in my in my. Coolador for over two months now. I'm gonna leave the thing. I'm just gonna go buy a four pack or a five pack of. I got one just chilling, man. And I'm gonna smoke those and leave the one because the thing I, I appreciate about the Lost Calaveras, the wrapper is dark enough. The the fillers are dark enough to where you can age that. It'll yeah. age forever. You can age that. So actually, like, it it has yeah. been recommended multiple <laughs> times and things that I've read where people are saying 
age it at least six, six months. Six months, yeah, six months. Because it, as tobacco ages, the oils mellow and they marry together. It's like making stew. It's never good, as good the first day it's you, you eat it. It's good the second day when if it's you all put it in, together. put it in your refrigerator and let it sit for a day or two, and then all of a sudden you eat it, and you're like, fuck, all the flavors kind of gel yeah, together. Gel. I just want to do a chili. Tobacco does the same yeah. thing. It's the same thing because you've got multiple things from multiple different countries. Yep. Let it's it just rest. marinating. God, it's so good. Let it rest. In. And when you're aging, you want to do it at a little bit of a cooler temperature. You know, 70 yeah. degrees is not conducive to aging. You can, but... I'm at 57. It? Yeah. So, I like them chilled. And you should get little hairs, like little little white crystals. That's not mold. Those yeah, are the oils. The, so the oils yeah. coming through. Those are the oils coming to the surface of your tobacco. So if you see something that's got a little white coat to it, that's get Don't it. be alarmed. It's, it. it's going to be a good one. Remember that Amazon basin I bought at uh, the Chicago... Yeah. Shop we go to? Yeah. It was covered in little white hairs. Yeah. And it was wonderful. Oh, yeah. I like that. But I, I like bought when it those at, oils bleed through. Yeah. I bought it out yeah. of their aging room, specifically for yeah. that reason. Yeah. yeah. They have a good aging room. Speaking of, have you ever smoked that CAO that you bought there? The, the Vision? The Vision, yeah. Nope. No? Still, nope. still, still on tour? Still in there. If anybody smoked the CAO Vision. I'll probably Vision, never smoke it, honestly. If any of you listening have smoked the CAO Vision, go to Corey or Chris's Instagram and comment and tell us what it is. Yeah, for sure. Tell, Tell me the serial number, too. Yeah, because yeah, he's got one that's been aged. Uh, how old is that thing? 2007. Oh, yeah. So we're almost 11 years old. Mm-hmm. And it's in his cooler right now. I think I can. I'm going to sell it for $6,000 <laughs> once 1954. If you're not going to smoke it, that's about as the only value in it. Yeah, for sure. I and, bought it for yeah. 14 so yeah. it, had, it doubled in price. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So hopefully it doubles again. So, no, I mean, I'll hold on to it. It's. For me, it's it's not going to be a great flavored cigar. Yeah. It's just what it is. It's yeah. more marketing. Yeah. I will smoke it on a very specific occasion. Mm-hmm. Your wedding. Just like I do like number nine. I don't even think that's going to be good enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Whoops. <laughs> I got to say, though, the, the, the Los Calaveras 17s, I was very, very hopeful that it would be good because I make no bones about it. I... The ones I smoked in 16 were okay. Yeah, 16 was it. not the best blend. I didn't love it. 17. 15 was okay. The moment 14 I, was the best. The moment I laid eyes on the 17, I knew it was good. Yeah, I didn't even have to. looked awesome. I didn't even have to light it. I picked it up, smelled it, looked at it. Yep. Yep. This is, this is going to be, be This is going to be one they of the top ones. They fucking crushed it this yeah, year. Yeah, good job, John, and, and those guys at yeah. Crownheads. So, so what are you guys excited for for 2018? Can I tell you what I would like to be excited about or what yeah. I am excited about? No, what about? you'd like to be excited about. My eyes are firmly fixed on Roma Craft. Um, they haven't really come out with anything new. And I'm yeah. hoping they do because you smoked the Mode 5 last night, right? Fucking amazing. From Magnum Mode 5? Yep, Mode 5. Um, awesome. Was, Such a good cigar. Man. Skip Martin is, is uh, the guy's amazing. His blends are amazing. And, and, you know, if you hear an interview that Skip does, he always says, you know, I, I just blend things that people like. I don't go for a certain flavor. I just, I blend it up until I go, okay, that's really good. And then yep. it goes into production. Right. Um, I'm hoping that they have access to more tobaccos that he can do different things. Because right. the guy has a really good uh, good palate, he knows what works, and the cigars that they roll are are typically pretty flawless. Yeah, he's got a unicorn palate. And God damn it, bring the Fomorian back. You know that was I just that was the only coming back. that was the only reason I uh, didn't actually include Romacraft mm-hmm. in this 2017 lineup yeah. of like new stuff. Yeah, because it didn't because have any new stuff. <laughs> it's the same lineup, and like and and the thing is, is if you look at my Instagram. I've got way more posts with fucking Cro Magnons yep. than anything else. Right. They're fucking amazing. I've got I mean, I've got three in my humidor. I smoked one last night. That's so it's good. it's a brand that I've 
come to love, yeah. admire, respect. Yeah. But it's one of those ones where there's there's been no surprise, there's been no anticipation like, around the line we're recently. On, we're going on I, two or three years now. I'm yeah. I'm with you there as far as like to see some new stuff. Yeah. I would like to see something brought specifically this year. Purple cigar. Yeah. That just <laughs> that just cool. crushes it. Stained um, in turnip juice. I, I really would like to see uh, maybe a collaboration, like Skip. And, That's one thing they haven't somebody. done. No. Mm-mm. Well, they did They did make Fables cigars, but they didn't blend that. That was yeah, all Fables. I think it was just all – that was just um, their their production for the most I part. I just really want to see something new because I enjoy Skip's blend so much. And, and it's funny because you can't find the Fomorian anywhere. If you guys nah. don't know what the Fomorian is, it's, it's a Candela. It's a green yeah, – It's a double Claro. Double Claro green tobacco. And uh, I actually found one last night at the local shop that was in, I call it the scratch and dent humidor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it got a split near the cap and a split in the wrapper. Very tiny. It's not too bad. And I, I bought it because I knew Corey and Chris would probably have like a uh, celebrity death match to, <laughs> to get it. And uh, Chris just had this lost puppy look. I had to Yeah. Give yeah. He can have it. To, he, I, lo- he loves them way more than I do. I love them, but he loves them way him. more than I'm I gonna do. I'm going to have to nurse it, though. Yeah. Yeah, just and the thing is, but yeah, I can't will. age it either. So no, you can't. Like, you got to yeah. smoke it soon. Um, I'm literally gonna have to smoke it somehow. Yeah, but you like, don't age candelas. But I don't think that they really monitor the humidity in that scratch and dent humidor too no, much. That so thing looked like it was a little dry. Give it, a, give it a couple weeks in your box. You need to rehumidify it yeah. for sure because it'll be drier than a popcorn fart if you light it now. Yeah, you don't want to do it'll that. It'll be like smoking hay from the barn. Yeah, yeah, you definitely don't want to do so, that. So, yeah, reconstitute that bad boy and let me know what you think. But that yeah. may be the last Fomorian anyone ever smoked. Oh, shit. That is so <laughs> sad. You're the, the last of the Fomorian. We'll make a movie because out it's, of it. Yeah. It's, so, <laughs> it's just Chris holding on to it as people try to kill him. Yeah. And you can't keep it. That's the most terrible part about it. You can't keep you can't it. Keep he's going to be like him. he's gonna be like Smeagol from Lord of the Rings it's with like, that thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My precious. Fucking Raiders of the Lost Art. <laughs> but it, it really is, a, I think, one of the highest rated cigars we've put on Big Six yeah, Tobacco's yeah. website. It is. Yeah. Um, it is that sure. and the, the Bogota and a couple of the others. But um, the Fomorian, it, I know Skip and, and Mike Rosales don't listen to this, but if they did, guys, please bring that cigar back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'd love to have it back. So, Chris, what about you for 2018? What are you excited about and what do you want to see? Hmm. Just new lineups. Yeah. yeah. Like in general. Like it, it, granted, it's my fault. That I smoke as much as I do, oh, and I try new cigars every time I get get into a shop or online mm-hmm. or whatever. So when I go into a shop, I don't see really anything new, and if it is new, it might be from a brand I literally despise, mm-hmm. Gurkha. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, Gurkha. We're uh, just not big fans. But um, I would just want to see new lineups, and I I, I get it, but just like. How we're all coming up onto a new year. It's a new fucking growing season. Yeah. yeah. And I would mm-hmm. love to see those master blenders get in there mm-hmm. and try something new. Yeah. Yeah. I I want to see more collaborations between people. I think, you know, the things we've seen with Caldwell and what he's been able to accomplish with Willie and a, a bunch of other people and Hoyo from AJ Hernandez. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Because you get different personalities of, of how they blend and what they Certainly do. do. And when you can come together and you can agree on a blend, like, hey, man, I wouldn't have done it that way, but that's kind of cool. Yeah, the Daddy Mac blend is um, Stephen. I think it's Stephen Bailey mm-hmm. is the master blender for Cornelius and Anthony. Mm-hmm. So it's a family cigar company. Stephen, you're doing it right, man. And uh, yeah. the Espinosa family. Yeah. So they actually blended it together. It was a true collaboration. It wasn't, hey, yeah. let's use your factory. Here's my blend. They yeah. actually worked on it together and released it. Yeah. 
So when you have cigars like that, I think that's why some of them stand out because yeah. you get the best of both worlds. You yep. get two great minds that bring something really categorically imagine, unique. Yeah. I just imagine cool. it's like in the movie Ghost, where like <laughs> where they're the like clay helping <laughs> sculpt the ve- the like vase. Yeah, it's just like that's but that they're doing that with tobacco. They're like one's yeah. behind the yeah. other, just like helping them like make that's it funny. <laughs> and then they have raunchy, nasty pottery wheel sex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ghost sex. They're slinging mud everywhere. Oh, he's not a ghost at that point. Is yeah, he is. Yeah. Oh, when they're touching hands? Yeah, no, the very beginning. Oh, the, the very, very beginning. Because yeah. 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 they fuck, right? Yeah, they you do. You know how do. gay this they sounds do, do. right Do you call her Demi more or Demi more? I don't call her anything. She gets on my fucking nerves. I don't like her short haircut in that no. movie. She looks like a little bold eye. I think I've seen one. I think it's Demi. She was good in A Few Good Men. Yeah, that was a sweet movie. Yeah. yeah. That's a badass movie. Was a G.I. Jane? Yeah, that T. was Cruz. She, yeah. she was scary in that Her and movie. Her and Viggo Mortensen were in that movie. Dad, yeah, she was freaky in that movie. Oh, yeah. She went through special forces training. It was yeah. kind of rough, but... Yeah. Anyway, what do you want to see? <clears throat> what do I want to see in 2018? Mm. That's a good question. More want... cowbell? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot that I want to see. There's a lot I want to experience. Mm. There's a lot I want to do. Um, what I would like to see from manufacturing is I would like to see more new brands. Yeah, yeah. I like the fact that, and not all of them have, some of them have been around a while. Sure. They just really hit a good spot this year, like mm-hmm. Foundation. Like a lot of those guys that are changing things up. Alpha. They're progressive. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the Fuentes and all these guys have dominated yep. the space for such a long time. And then you start to see these mm-hmm. boutique brands, or brands and you see people, they pay specific attention to quality. Right. I want to see more of that. Yeah. Yep. There's a lot of shit out there. Yeah. And some of these guys are challenging the old school way of thinking. Yeah. And they're being progressive. I want to see more of that progressiveness. Well, I think we we on this podcast support the small guy. Oh, for know? sure. I mean, we admire we, the small guy. We actively for sure. in our personal lives when we're when we're looking for things to enjoy, we're looking for boutique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not really looking for mass manufacturing. There, there mm. is, you know, to a degree with like LFDs. Yeah. Like LFD brings yeah. out great lineups, and it's like I can't mm-hmm. not buy this LFD because it's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but really looking for the new, unique boutique stuff. Yep. Um, Foundation cigars a good example. Cornelius and Anthony. A lot of these smaller yeah. manufacturers are they're. They set themselves apart by making a superior product. It's yeah. not mass production. It's superior. It's just like when we go out and we drink craft beers, you're wanting what's the next good one? What's right. the one yeah. I that it, there's a lot of anticipation around? It's not going out and, yeah. you know, give me the Bud Light. Give me the Miller yeah. Light. Uh-huh. You're we, looking for something very different and unique. I think we're all kind of similar in, in how we purchase cigars. I am not the kind of guy that's going to buy a box of one thing. It's just not me. Yeah, I'm the uh, same way. There yeah. are things that I will buy a box, yeah. but when I buy a box of something, I usually split it. Yeah. So it's like I will not take all 20 cigars and be like, hey, guys, what do, you do, you, have? do you want five of these right. and you want five of these mm-hmm. and I'll hang on to the rest or whatever it may be. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a box. I'm not a box mm. guy. My um, my humidor is basically the UN. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's got a little bit of everything. It's, it's, it's uh, neutral like Switzerland. It's yeah. certainly neutral. There's all um, kinds of, there's light, dark, yellow. The last box of cigars <laughs> I smoked were the Petit Corona Herrera Esteles, and I love that cigar. Yeah, that's a great cigar. But once I smoked the last one, 
I haven't, I smoked, smoked, you haven't smoked another one, right? That's how I was. You with get the, a little burnout on them. The Minjavas. Yeah, you just get tired I of it. I still have two in there. I have five. Yeah, yeah I just can't do it. I can't um, touch there them. will be a. T- I know there's a day that I'm gonna wake up or I'm gonna be like, you know what? <laughs> guess, I'm gonna guess do what it. that yeah. moment was for me. Yeah. Christmas morning, but it's <laughs> fucking cold as balls. Out. Oh yeah, you can, don't yeah, don't bear that. No. Um, the other thing that I really want to see is an expansion in growing regions. Yeah, I want to try more stuff from Costa Rica. I yeah. want to try some things from Jamaica. I want to try things from Peru. Peru. Yeah. I want to try different regions. Growing regions offer up mm-hmm. different characteristics that we, all of us, every cigar smoker that's listening to this is simply not accustomed I to. Would, I would love to see European brands somehow make their way over here so we can try them. Well, Davidoff is. Um, Davidoff is, but there's not a lot of European brands. Mostly what Europe is accustomed to are Cuban cigars. Yeah. yeah. That is everything that's being sold over there. They the fuck out of the Siglo from Cohiba. Yeah, the Cohiba Siglos, mm-hmm. what are the Boulevards. Yeah. Those are like, those are, and it's weird because there's a lot of people, and we talked about this on the last podcast, or maybe we talked about it in person. The majority of our listeners are from the U.S., but yeah. we have a lot of listeners overseas and in the yeah. Dominican. Super yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah. We have a lot, and so I get a lot of messages and I get a lot of comments mm-hmm. from people overseas and says, "Where can I get the stuff you guys smoke <laughs> over here?" And likewise, I'm yeah. going, "Well, how do we get fucking Canadian? Or how right. do we? Get sorry, Cuban. how do we get Cuban cigars yeah. over here? Yeah, it's yeah. the same thing. It's like you guys are smoking the stuff we want to smoke. Yeah. We're smoking <clears throat> stuff you want to smoke. Let's do a little swapsies. And yeah. we and we have." And we have a, a bit of a uh, language barrier. A little bit. Um, I know yeah. about the English. We have cons- <laughs> there are some language barriers. We have considered sure. translating every podcast with five with- translators, different different right. countries. Didn't, didn't we origin. say we could just use Google Translate just yeah. to see? Like, <laughs> I had one guy post on my Instagram and something completely Spanish, and I'm like, I think they enjoy what this are. is. A- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the the translate button on Instagram is a little funky too. I've, I've hit the button and it said some really weird or some random shit. Random it's like it's stuff. missing like an adverb, um, and you're like, that doesn't make sense. Well, the thing you have to understand about the European cigar market versus the American cigar market, Americans like, uh, on average, heavy Nicaraguan punchy right. tobacco. Right, it's the way Euro- more mild in Europe. Europeans so, like yeah. milder tobacco. That's why Cuban cigars are they more popular so there. And there's yeah. a lot of infusions too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I like Cuban cigars. The ones I've actually had the opportunity to smoke that were were real. Yeah, that were real Cubans. Uh, yeah, that's why I don't buy Cuban cigars because it's just a fifty fifty crapshoot. Yeah, like it's either you just don't know. It's either faker than shit. It's yeah. faker than Pam Anderson's tits, or it's you know, right. it, it's the real thing. And then I don't know. Right. Um, that's why I smoke a lot of Dominicans and Nicaraguans because nobody's fucking faking a Nicaraguan right. cigar. No, yeah, you I know what so, you're getting. So notice, like you can tell. Yeah. So you know what you're getting every different, time. different, two different, you know, flavor profiles for two different regions of the world. That being said, I did want to mention the Davidoff Nicaragua. I know how you guys feel about Davidoff as a brand. I did like the Nicaragua. Here's the thing. It's flawless. Their cigars are good. Very good. They're just too expensive. But when we always talk about the value, the price that you pay for the cigar, is it worth it? Yeah, and I've not. never had a Davidoff that's worth the $28 I spent on it. I don't know if it's because of because of like taxes and duties of them importing their tobacco into the United States from Switzerland. I just think they're proud of their brand. But I think that's personally. it. And, they, you know, and they're very difficult from a, from a retail standpoint. It's difficult for a retail shop to even get Davidoff to accept them as a reseller. Right. They're extremely a whole bunch of hoops. They're extremely selective. They're like the Apple. Um, yeah. 
and cigars, like the strict brand guidelines. Right. And, and they're like what Corey said, they're extremely proud of their product. Yeah. Too proud. Too proud. There's no way you, you should be charging me $23 for a cigar. Right. It's more like a $13 cigar. It is. And yeah. I would pay that for a Davidoff. I, I really would. would. I it would. would be worth it to me. It's just yeah. they're not worth the price that no. you pay. They are very good looking. They're very they're Vegas well cigars. That's yeah, what they, they are. They are. Because there's a Davidoff great. boutique in right. every They're single perfect casino. for Vegas. Everyone's yeah. got money. Everyone's yeah. got expendable funds. Yeah. And that if you want to smoke a cigar, the Davidoff is perfect. Yeah. But I did enjoy the Nicaragua a lot. It was actually really fucking good. I will. That That is one thing I want to make sure that I do a, a concerted effort. I did a really, I thought I did a really good job this year of just expanding, mm-hmm. trying new stuff. Next yeah. year, I want to try shit that I never otherwise would try. Well, Ever. I think I want to start importing some Cubans from a couple different websites. That that'd be cool. That's a good they're idea. Vetted. They're guaranteed. It's a, it's just a fifty fifty if whether you get them or not. Right. Because they're illegal. Right. They're gonna someone's gonna halt them. Yeah. Right. You got to be careful on that stuff. So I'll probably start ordering some like Cohiba Siglos and some Bolivars and some other things. I'd like to smoke some H Upman Cubans. Um, yeah, because H Upman yeah. that aren't. Cubans are not that great. No, the banker's okay. Banker's okay. But that's all Tatus. I mean, that's... Right. They're like general. Right. Um, Just the name H. Upman. It's not the same process as you get in the Cubans. No. But, you know, I won't fuck around with Cohibas. Nope. Sorry. If you're a Cohiba fan, you know, I'm not trying to offend you. I just... I don't see the value. I don't either. And what you're paying. Nope. I think I want to try more throwaways. Mm-hmm. Like, like Chris wants to heavily invest in quorums this year. Yeah, quorums are on Chris's. Just you know, the shit that doesn't even have labels on them anymore. But <laughs> I think uh, you know something we haven't really talked about. We've touched on it. We sometimes we touch on really good cigars at lower price points, like most of AJ Fernandez stuff. If you're really on a tight ass budget and you want an okay cigar that's uh, enough of an, a decent flavor to to make it worth it. Go spend the three bucks on a quorum. Quorum or like five Vegas or whatever they they're are. They're not. They're not horrible. They're yeah. they're okay. They're pretty yeah. good. Um, they're good mm. to just shove in your humidor for friends that don't partake. Right. And Perfect then, for that. And then they're like, "Hey, man, let me try one of those. Here, here, bud, try that. Yeah. I'm not going to give you a. And 15- you're not throwing away ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to give you a fifteen dollar Los Calaveras, but right. I mean, you're throwing away a few pennies, right. basically. Um, Brickhouse Maduros are six bucks for a, yeah. for a, a robusto. That's, one. That's probably one of the budget. best go to yeah. for yep. sure. AJ Fernandez last call six dollars. Yeah, so there are. Cheap, dude. I've got a last call for like four bucks. Maybe we should make that really? a segment on one of our next uh, podcasts, like best budget cigars. Maybe we mix that in to give people some options that don't have the scratch to go yeah. buy a fifteen dollars. We for sure can. Don't spend your money on fifteen dollars sticks like yeah. me every time you go pick up sticks. Yeah, Chris is dumb. But if you're looking for a really good experience, but you don't want to shell out a shitload of money, Roma Craft fits that bill. They are very eight to ten. Yeah, really yeah, fair. eight to ten. They they, but only for people who smoke, mm. who are ready for that progression. <laughs> yeah. I would never look at someone yeah. who's new to the cigar market that goes, I want Crafts. something inexpensive. Yeah. What should I have? Oh, anything in the Roma Craft line. Yeah. Oh, be prepared to throw up your lungs too. Yeah. You put one in this five pack here. That's um. Really good, the Ritmo from the Ritmo from Avo. That should have be an honorable mention for sure. That was a great. Yeah. That was one. I, I don't know. really like Avos that much, but I fell in love with the Ritmo, so I bought them. Avo is in the category of slightly overpriced. They're not yeah. heavily overpriced, but Avos are a little overpriced. for what they are. They're a little overpriced. They're a little overpriced. I think I've paid an average of thirteen to fifteen dollars for that's every expensive. every Avo cigar. Dang, yeah. Really? That's ex- yeah. They're uh, they're not cheap. Well, I had the Ritmo. Yeah. I think I got the Synchro Nicaragua. I think I got it for is expensive. The Synchro is my favorite. Yeah. 
Um, they're, they're, this is really good. They're the decent cigars. The Ritmo is probably my favorite. Avo Uvesian. Which one did I have? That's just such a crazy name. Avo Uvesian. Avo Uvesian. But Avos are good. I like them. I, I don't, they're never going to be like yeah, my. I have the Ritmo. Yeah, yeah, you're in the Ritmo. Um, I'm excited about a lot of things. I just want to see where the industry is going to continue to go with the with the new FDA rating or rulings right. and, and the things that are going to happen. And we have a new FDA director who is on record in the state of Florida saying that they should stay the fuck out of cigar. Yeah, he's cigar friendly. And now he's the director, but it, it, does he have oh. enough clout to enact change? Right. That's a good point. I would love to see more non-smokers educated about the differences yeah. between cigars and cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I yeah. get frustrated as fuck. I get it. Well, you don't get know. Cancer. You Your don't know. Fall off. And right. mass media has told right. you this for the last decade or so. Right. But the reality is, is that cigars are so drastically different in health and yep. effects on your body mm-hmm. than cigarettes. Of course. The only danger of a cigar is that you are burning it. And anytime you burn anything, there are carcinogens. That's right. it. When they roll these cigars, there are no artificial ingredients. Right. There's no chemical there fillers, no chemical nothing. additives. It's just fermented aged tobacco. It's natural leaves. It's like uh, people smoke marijuana, mm-hmm. grows in the ground. It's as nope. natural as that. And, nope. see, and that's the same type of stigma that cigars still has, which is marijuana for the last 20 years has been claimed as this, you know, psychosomatic mm-hmm. Drug that fucks with you and impairs, pairs and like messes with you, right? Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is now they're finding out it's like, oh, medical it's not uses. bad at all. In yeah. fact, yeah. it's and really good. It for has you. a lot of very, medical very properties, it. right? It's just like it just comes down to education, mass media mm-hmm. telling false truth well, about. Right. This gives the government these FDA regulations on cigars. It gives the government the opportunity to to more heavily tax. It, that's right. all it is. It's like, well, if you're going to continue to use these products that we tell you are dangerous, we're going to continue to make it expensive. Yep. That's that's the whole... That's it's all, it all about money. That's all it is. It's all about the money. And it's but, unfortunate, but you know what? It's not going to stop the, 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 the established companies that are not going away. Until you yeah. throw scare tactics on it by every fucking box has to have a label saying how bad it is for you. Right. Yeah. The, yeah, the that's the kill, the kill death skull. Yeah, that's the big difference. Like Jesus Christ. Like they're trying to scare you out of them. Right. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to scare me out of them. I think 2017 was a really good year. Yeah. Um, it was a weird year. Uh, you had a couple guys, you know, acquisitions and things of that nature. Yeah. You had some of the smaller companies just disappear. But for the most part, the guys that keep on rocking are making some really good stuff. I'm doing good stuff. Yeah, yeah. really, so, really some, good stuff. Some guys bowed out for sure. Yeah. The dude from the owns room 101. Was it room 101? Yeah, uh, something like that. Not know. aging room. No, room. not aging room. Is it aging room? Maybe it's aging room. No, I have to look. No, it's not aging room. My brain is cluttered right there now. There was one, the guy like just peaced out and then he came back. Yeah. <laughs> he came back and did a collab with someone else. Yeah. So it's like, you know, maybe, you know, some, you know, some people are just kind of bound out of it. I yeah. think it was anticipation for the regulatory process. And then I yeah. think in some semblance, people were like, it's not as bad as what we thought we can still right. manage our business and we can do it fruitfully and profitably and yeah. people still enjoy and buy and all that so Man. i think that's how it's going to end up r.i.p yep. owner of padron yeah jose orlando yeah. padron oldest fuck you know yeah great story you know the guy mm-hmm. came from cuba and uh the, the symbol of of their family i think is the small hammer mm-hmm. and i think that what the story was that was really all he had to make a living 
1926 was the year he was born. Um, Thus the 1926. And honestly, early in my in my life when I was smoking cigars, I I heavily gravitated toward the Padron series, and I still do from time to time. Yeah. Shamefully, I don't have any in my Coolador. They are great. The 64 is really good. The 1964 64 is good. The 26 is great. The 26 is is awesome. It's It's way good. It's a little expensive. You know, you're gonna pay 25 bucks for it, but. Yeah, I think it's close to being worth that. Yeah, um, and then just their standard series stuff is good. Yeah, um, Padron, I don't think we talk about enough. No, we, we don't. We stay away from Fuente for all three of us kind of do. Yeah, hey, when I more give so you, now than I ever did before. When yeah. I give you a four point nine because you almost burn a hole in my finger. Yeah, no, it was lower than that. Yeah, three point nine. It was, was th- it three point nine? I think it was three point nine. It was pretty it was low. A pretty low score. The construction was so poor. Yeah, they did a terrible job. And I don't like to see that when I see a name like Fuente on something. I'm expecting quality. Right. And I just didn't. Now their Opus X stuff, come on. Maybe yeah. I'll try. Always going to be the best. We got to do that. We yeah. just got to do it. We should review the Opus X because there's a lot of people that mm-hmm. are huge Opus X mm-hmm. fans. And there's a lot of people. We could bridge a gap with that because I think a lot of the people who listen to us are really in tune and take our recommendations mm-hmm. as far as some of these other cigar brands that we are yeah. Either reviewing or we admire greatly, yeah. and we don't talk about some of those other ones yeah. as much. And we should like the Opus X mm-hmm. is kind of the old old rich man cigar. Yeah. It's good though, but Absolutely. I kind of want to see. I kind of want to review it and say, okay, well, what is it yeah. broken down? Yeah, and how good is it? And is it we'll worth the it. money? And do we rate yeah. it? Or you know, we rate it and do we recommend? Sure. Yeah, we could do that. We could do that with the Padron series. We yeah. can do that with my father series, yeah. and maybe we make. We make a concerted effort in 2018 I did to do have that. A good I think we should. Hey, yeah. New Year, new me. New Year, new us. I think we should. <laughs> we should pay some attention to more Fuente lines. We should also pay attention to Camacho because we don't ever fucking talk about. Camacho we totally here. should review a Camacho. I had a yellow and orange I love this year. Camachos. Um, some black market stuff. Their stuff's pretty good. Um, one of one of my favorite cigars that I don't ever talk about. I tried to get it last night in a Robusto. They don't make it or don't have it. Is the Rodrigo Cinco Five? Yeah, dude, yeah. that is a That's really a cigar. good cigar. If you haven't had a Rodrigo Cinco Five, go get one. Florida de Cuba, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's yeah. A, that's La, a, yeah. Love Florida. Yeah, love Florida de Cuba. There's yeah, so there's there's all kinds of these little small like mm-hmm. even I don't smoke enough Ashtons and Ashtons are awesome. San Cristobal, Symmetry mm-hmm. made the list San, again San this Cristobal's year. San Cristobal, great. their sub brand. Oh, good. I mean, those are they're all great cigars, and we just we've not. Yeah. We'll make a concerted effort this year to to move through those. The Oliva Master Blend series is awesome too. Yeah, see, like Kick. Oliva's another one Kick's that we really should. We I should love the really Oliva G. On. I mean, I think I've said it a million times. I'm a Cameroon fan. The Oliva G. The V made it again Killer. this year. Number the V's three. good. Yeah, it's a great cigar. Spicy. I don't want Fuck. you guys to think we only smoke crown heads. You know. Like, yeah, we smoke everything. <laughs> Caldwell. And, we and smoke you know, there's, everything. And we could really. You know, as far as the review process goes, especially on, in consideration for the podcast, once a week, we could literally smoke everything and have mm-hmm. enough material for how many years? A long time. We could go for a long time. We just want to we want to push things forward that we feel are superior to other things out there. Right. And uh, for my money, you know, Roma Craft, Crown Heads, you know, Caldwell, those guys are changing the game. Them, yeah. right? And Crown Heads is like, I remember a couple of years ago when we first started to enjoying their stuff. They weren't huge, but they no. were getting there. Now, they're massive. Yeah, they're doing um, a great job. So that you should have really good availability wherever you are to get right. Crown Heads Yeah, stuff. they're pretty much everywhere now. Yeah. As always, I've got to say this. It's been an awesome 2017. Mm-hmm. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah. Thanks for everybody who subscribed. 
Thanks for everybody who's rated and reviewed. Cheap plug. Keep rating and reviewing. It yeah. certainly helps us out. It's a big, big, huge Thanks booster and help for us. Comments. All the comments, mm-hmm. the interaction, the engagement as a whole has been awesome. Again, I know I say it. It's hard to keep up, and it has been difficult to keep up. Um, but we will keep doing it as long as people keep listening. Yeah. So. Thank you all for a wonderful 2017. Thanks, Chris, for all your effort from graphic Aww. perspective and your mm-hmm. knowledge and experience with cigars as a whole is completely different from the beginning of 2017 to the end of 2017. He learned, he learned quickly. And, uh, <laughs> and, and Adam as well, as far yeah. as imparting your knowledge, you're probably, I would say, from a technical perspective... Mm. I'd say more capable as far as speaking intelligently yeah. than Chris and I. Sometimes we just make shit up. Yeah. From don't time, we, from time to time, we throw shit out there, yeah. and people are just like, oh, I heard you talk about this. And you're like, yep. <laughs> Joke's on you. is not even a like, word. I, <laughs> I made that up. Like, no. I fucked up the name uh, Andalusian all night, and then I yeah, or, yeah. And then I covered myself. I was like, wait, it's fucking Andalusian. Yeah. Andalusian. I mean, we don't know everything. Look, we're, we're guys in our 30s, okay? We're, I mean, I've yeah, been doing this. Give us a break. I've been yeah. doing this for 20 years, and I still feel like I'm... I, I, there's so much I don't know. Yeah, I've read the Cigar Bible twice, mm-hmm. and I could probably read it another two times and still uh, not yeah. pick up on everything. So, yeah. um, again, thanks, everyone. Been an awesome 2017. And when you hear this, it'll be 2018. Happy Toast. New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs>